0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. It is the 12th of July, 2016. What a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Totes. I'm lying, it's totally average. And yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's a wonderful, beautiful day. We've decided, so... It's a wonderful, beautiful day. Yeah.
2: The a consensus day. is in. A lovely midsummer day. Mm.
3: yes indeed it's a wonderful beautiful day it is
0: That's why we all have (laughs) our blinds closed
3: it's a wonderful beautiful day it
0: is he quite finished (laughs) (laughs) quite finished with the mockery of my nationality and my heritage (laughs) i don't
3: know what you mean all right all right it's no mockery it is it ain't it ain't (laughs) <laughs> ain't it
1: ain't at
0: eight. <laughs> Trust me, only only we are allowed to do that. That's not okay. <laughs> oh God! Welcome to the corruptional Podcast. We occasionally talk about video games, and sometimes, when paid to, we talk about Crunchyroll.com/slash/TOTALBISCUIT. Go get your free trial for unlimited anime
1: and power.
0: Only we can only guarantee anime.
1: What? Oh. We're
3: guaranteeing. We're guaranteeing power.
0: And no, power. no guaranteed power. No, and absolutely power not. Power over those who are weaker
1: than you. Unlimited anime and power.
0: No, <laughs> no. Power. Yes. Stop that. Stop it. Yes. It's a guarantee. Don't you think enough people have had trouble with the FDC over the past few weeks without you going and ruin everything? <laughs> Jesus. Oh,
1: sorry. Am I am I guaranteeing things that you're uh, guaranteeing power? That our, that our sponsor wasn't uh, a- approving of?
0: So I found this new man. anime. I'll link it in the description if you guys want to check it out. Uh, I totally don't own it though. I've got nothing to do with it.
1: No, That's- I have nothing. To, nope. nope. I've never nope. been associated with that company at
0: all. I have never had sexual relations nope. with that anime.
3: I'm
0: not going to go that with far. That
3: anime. Um, I would. I would.
0: <laughs> There's new stuff out on Crush Your You've been talking a lot about that, uh, Dodger. You seem quite excited about some stuff and not so excited about one of them, which I I'm not a- th- th- thoroughly disagree with you on, by the way. But
1: Yeah, that's fine. I'm not as excited <laughs> about Berserk. I don't think they needed to go the CGI route, but that's kind of just something they've been playing with in a lot of different shows, uh, which is fine. I'm just not super jazzed about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. For me, it's like... That series, I think, was like one of the first anime I ever watched. It was like 15 years ago, and it's still probably one of the best. So to finally see it come back in any form that isn't utter dog shit is okay with me. Yeah. I watched the Fair first enough. episode. And it was pretty good, actually. I don't mind the animation style. It's definitely a bit different. They maybe overdid the whole... What's this? Uh, kind of... Hmm, sort of hand... They did this hand animated style where they've got these fake kind of pencil lines on fucking everything. Uh, there's that they maybe overdid that a little bit but i'll say like the sound is great his fucking giant sword doesn't sound like a sword it sounds like a giant lump of iron which is exactly what it fucking is it's just clang clang bong it's like yeah and there's blood everywhere and everyone's fucking dead which is exactly (laughs) what i expected out of berserk so Mm -hmm. that's okay Um,
1: if you want to watch something this season that is literally the opposite of berserk uh, sweetness and Lightning is finally out. And I'm so, so excited about it. I read sweetness the manga. And sweetness and Lightning is about a single dad whose wife passed away six months ago. And he has a little daughter who's precious and he's trying to like raise is her. Name her. Sweetness? And, it's his and name is his name Lightning?
3: Like... Oh, is his name Sweetness? That's even
0: better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that we're being literal with that title. But...
1: It's so precious. It's just like, I've recommended it to so many people, and everyone who's gone to watch it has been like, my heart. I can't can't with all of these feelings. It's just a really, really sweet show about a dad who decides he wants to learn how to cook and feed his daughter good food and they grow closer. And it's just
0: I watch anime to see people die, not to feel, damn it. Sounds like a Hallmark movie.
1: It's adorable. (laughs)
2: Look,
1: just go watch it. Go try it out. And uh, what's the other one? There's Benenia, if you want a short form that's fucking weird. Well, Uh, you also
0: can't shit up about ReZero, apparently. Well, yeah, but that's, like, halfway over. Yeah, Uh,
1: ReZero wound up being really good, I think. It's dragged on a little bit for some people because one of the major elements of the show is, like, repeating certain sections, but... I think it's great. I think it's fantastic.
0: You can check all those out on Crunchyroll.com slash TotalBiscuit. Go get your free trial. We like Crunchyroll money. You like Crunchyroll anime. Give Crunchyroll money. They'll keep giving us money. In return, they give you anime. It's a brilliant deal. You can't possibly imagine how awesome a deal it is for us. It's a brilliant deal for us. Our special guest today is Dan's Gaming, the man who spawned a thousand faces. Welcome. Welcome finally to the show. Little, great to be here, finally. Yeah, Dan! <laughs> Something yeah. of a legend amongst the Twitch uh, community, I have to say. You've been streaming for a long time. Wait, tell us a little bit about your history on this particular platform.
2: Sure. Uh, I started b- about seven years ago when it was just in TV back in the day. Um, I've been streaming. I'm a variety streamer. I've been streaming on Twitch. I don't really do YouTube very much, um, so I'm primarily just Twitch only. Um, and I've been going at it for a good seven years now. Probably my biggest claim to fame would be my global emote, Dan's Game.
0: Dan's game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that everyone spams all the time. That's what's <laughs> happening right now. Yes. they could Yeah, right yeah. They couldn't uh-huh. resist it. They couldn't un- resist I'm
3: it. I'm unfamiliar with this. <laughs> I don't. Uh,
2: the, uh, about four years ago when they start when they made Twitch, um, I was one of the first admins for the site. And all admins get an emote and they're like what what would you want for an emote if you could have one and and i was on stream i was just like i don't know maybe disgust face and i just made a face and they screen capped it and then they made that an emote like i had no they just did it without my knowledge <laughs> 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 <There>. <laughs> and now it's for a legend
0: that reminds me a little bit of what they did with their better tv where lol is now my damn face all over the place i'm like what the fuck yes <laughs> Oh, God. What bothers me more about LOL is I'm not allowed to use LOL as my own channel emote because the guy that took the photo literally DMCA'd me over what? that photo. What? Yeah, I oh, shit you sucks. not. Because it's like, I don't want you using this if it's a sub-only emote. It's like, well, I can't create non-sub-only emotes. Yeah. <laughs> That's Twitch's. I'm like, fuck. You know, what would have known more than anything is that he did that before like saying... Hey, if you're using this, could you maybe pay me for licensing? I'm like, yeah, I could have done that, except you know, you fucking DMCA takedown me before that became a thing. So <laughs> yeah, now it's all over Better TTV, and like he's not getting paid persons. anything. So mm-hmm. well done to him for that, you jackass. But uh, yeah, at some point, I'll actually remake that, but that would involve me having hair again, and therein lies the problem. But uh, maybe I just shave it all out, go full on Dan, and you know, remake that emote. That's that's the way yeah. to go. I
3: like it. No <laughs> problems there. <laughs>
0: absolutely welcome to the commercial podcast we do occasionally talk about video games coming up we're going to be talking about the games we'll be playing this week probably for the next few hours if it's not 90% Pokemon Go because of these three then uh, I mean I'll be very happy if it's not 90% Pokemon Go but it's probably going to be let's be honest what? (laughs) red or dead hashtag team valor
1: Uh, team valor Danny! team valor? I'm team valor (laughs) what's up
3: I
2: took over two gems this morning
1: nice
3: nice i'm All team right, play so... a better
2: game so
3: <laughs> oh god you're such a team instinct tb i just the hell <laughs> <understand> <laughs> <you>. first off <laughs> team Valor people notice they immediately had to announce they were team valor like hey everyone <laughs> everyone we're team valor everyone because they're the
1: team valor are those people they're yeah the... we're aggro and competitive and we're yeah. totally they're the that.
3: of, of <laughs> video gaming <laughs> hey guys i can't eat this because it's not made from Pressed farts and boy
1: tears. That's uh-huh.
3: what are, you didn't really
0: worst. think that one through before you started. You didn't. I don't need to
1: think
3: you it did. through. I don't need to think pressed farts. Not, yeah. not,
1: not very team Mystic of you. You're supposed to be smarter than that, Jesse. I thought that you. Were-
3: uh, it was a smart thing. You're just so team Valor. You didn't get it, dummies.
0: <laughs> I'm noticing a lot of, sort of pent anyway. up anger in you here. <laughs> <The> tribalism <laughs> is real.
1: <laughs> oh it it got oh, aggressive immediately.
3: <laughs> it's super real. Poor team Mystic is left out of the fight. There no, uh it's it's Mystic and, and and instinct together against the annoyance that is Valor, and mm-hmm. they're the worst.
1: They're the worst. No, man, it doesn't have to be that way. Team Purple. No OTP against oh against God. the instinct menace. No,
3: instinct is a menace they're just misunderstood and only team mystic wants to help them yeah.
0: so. so for the benefit of those that don't play this silly thing can you actually explain what the fuck you're talking about
3: oh gibberish we're talking gibberish <laughs> this is nonsense it's literally just you picked a color red blue or yellow and that's it people have made this into something it should not be <laughs> but whatever
1: it's supposed to be like team valor is the the honorable competitive ones team mystic are the intelligent wise ones and then team instinct is just like we love pokemon isn't that the idea <laughs> I, don't
3: that think, I don't pretty think pretty much i don't think there is an idea <laughs> it's like it's there are three colors and you psych you watch a gym cycle between all three and you're like oh all right and then you take a gym quickly and then you're like i got some coins for that shit and then that's pretty much it like it's it's not about that. It's about the aspect of like, I'm going to go around a city with my friends and like have fun and uh, get Pokemon and like go to Santa Monica pier and see how like, there's like 1200 people all standing around like Pokemon, Pokemon. it's, it's just an experience. It's, it's
1: we were, yeah, we were at, uh, one of the piers near, uh, like Torrance Redondo beach area last night. We were like, let's go to a different pier. And, uh, we were there at like midnight filled with people. There was like at least 150 people walking around catching Pokemon. And it was amazing. Like one person would be like, there's a fucking Magmar over here. And everyone would just (laughs) run. Everyone would just be like, what the fuck? And like run over. There was one dude who did that. And he was like, yeah. He yelled that there was a Magmar. Everyone ran over to get the Magmar. And then he was like, yeah, I just clicked on it. It says it's got three feet next to it and we were like oh fuck you dude
2: <laughs> people are absolutely crazy about this game like i was alone yeah. in a, my, a park near my house and i decided i'm going to drop a lure while i'm here on the pokey stop and kid you not 10 minutes later there were 15 people at 10 p.m just crowded around me farming the lure
1: Uh, We hung out with some high school kids in a park. Sounds sketchy. It's not, I swear. (laughs) Um, We were walking across a crosswalk at 2 a.m. the other night, and a police car drove up next to us. I went, you guys playing Pokemon? (laughs) Yeah. Be safe. (laughs) It was amazing. I love it. We... uh...
3: There is, there is no level of sketch that is too sketchy for this game. I uh, was coming home from the office, and it was really late, and it was, like, 2 in the morning, and I drove home, and I know that right before my house is a shopping center, and in that shopping center is not only two gyms, but, like, three Pokestops. Like, it's amazing, and I'm part of, like, the gym teams for those two gyms, so I was like, got to go there, do my shit, make sure my gyms are good. <laughs> I pull up as these guys were trying to, like, like take the gym. And there I am in my car, staring down another group of guys in their car. And I was like, holy fuck, we are giant nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we are the nerdiest. And I waved. I was like, hi. And they were like, hi. <laughs> and then, like, then, they, then they drove off. And I was like, oh, I didn't have to fight for that. I was like, oh, all right. Thanks, thanks, non-aggressive nerds. I love you. And they, yeah, it's, it's a weird, like yesterday, I, uh, uh, after I left, I like was down the street from the office, and these guys were taking a stop, or uh, taking a, a a gym, and I went in as they, cause there's a brief moment when you can take a gym as someone else is taking it when it flips yeah. over to light. Yeah. Inserted one of my guys in, and they all. <laughs> and I was like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was like, what um, up? yeah that was <laughs> i think one of my favorite stories about you walking around is being like i'm just gonna you know walk around and and see what's going on and every single gym you went by was owned by jared rosen <laughs> oh my god the, the very first night <laughs> that i said
3: jared was like yeah hey i'm gonna go down by by your way earlier said you want to come out it's like no nah, i'm busy but later that night, I was like, F it. I need to go, like, do this. So I went for a walk. And it was, like, maybe 10 o'clock at night. Every gym I went to had HPG uh, Jared. I was like, this is, like, 15 gyms. How do are they- <laughs> 15 gyms? Turns out, spoiler, the Riot offices have numerous poker stops, And all they do is all day just spam modules on them and – it's apparently he has like a level twenty or some crazy all of his guys it's like twenty
1: two or twenty-three now,
3: which is all funny. his guys are like fifteen hundred plus and it's like he's impossible to beat. Thank
1: God he's on Mystic. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh thank
3: God you're on a team, buddy.
1: <laughs> that gym bug is like killing me though. I'm oh, hoping God. that this patch that literally just happened helps with the gym bug.
2: The one percent HP bug where like yes you, they get him down and they you can't quite kill him all the way. That
1: yeah this morning
3: when i took back the office gym from the guy on yellow i was like no nah, bro no nah. it was nah. like yeah. like he was already dead and it just kept hitting me i'm like
2: nah. <laughs> the only way to get past it is to survive long enough for the server to catch up which is about yeah. 10 extra seconds it's so bad
3: mm. yeah, so the flip side of everyone enjoying themselves is that this server was perpetually unprepared like unprepared like it oh, just yeah. Oh yeah, It was unprepared to begin with, and then continued
1: to be unprepared.
3: Which surprises me,
1: because like, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Niantic is the same people who made the game Ingress, uh, which is an AR game that has been in existence for years, right? And they had a whole lot of server problems when they first started up, but it was like the first game of that kind, kind of, that was just like GPS-based and had hubs and like teams and all this kind of stuff. Um, and the the Ingress points directly correlate to the Pokemon Go points. So you would think that since a lot of that information and the way that things were being done on Ingress just kind of transferred over, that wow. it would have been more stable. But I, I honestly think they didn't expect so many people to fucking jump on it instantly when it came mm-hmm. out.
0: Yeah, I don't it know was why they didn't expect number that. One. I don't
1: know why they didn't expect that
0: either. <laughs> It's like right okay so you create a game that's basically the nerd fantasy of a bunch of people you know who are around our age that grew up with Pokemon and you and it's free and it's available on practically any device and you're surprised that people bum rushed it. Yeah. Right. Okay then maybe you have no idea what the world is. <laughs> you don't seem to understand how people work but hey there you go
1: yeah it
3: doesn't make much sense but it's a shit ton of fun so
1: mm-hmm. it's so fun yeah we have been going for like two hour plus walks like every night it's been really nice it's cool
2: it fills that child fantasy of mine when i was like in seventh grade and pokemon first came out pokemon red and you go to school and you'd hook your uh your game boys with the link cable to your friends in the, the playground. And just you always wanted to walk around your actual world and catch pokemon and this fill that fills that niche that you've been itching forever i mean i've been seeing so many older people playing it, which is fantastic
3: mm-hmm. people forget especially when you see uh new stories and things like that people forget this game is super old the pokemon yeah. franchise is like a gen like it's spanned at least two generations at this point like it is a huge game and so and never like like the kids are out watch out they're gonna it's like don't watch out for the kids watch out for those like 35
1: year old guys who just need to get that last pokemon <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. i guess oh, uh N- nintendo stock price went up like 25 percent or something crazy
0: huge amount 20
1: something yeah. right
0: mm-hmm. that
3: yeah. is yeah i mean shit's for I real i wish i would have thought about investing <laughs> 20 right? so some percent is a lot of money like that's yeah a lot so mm. whatever
1: yeah super fun though go yeah, team valor
3: But, but cool it's just a, it's like a it's like a social game and it's just 90 percent of people are saying 33 that's crazy if that's a anyway Is that real i don't think that's real mm. that can't be. but anyway it's just like the idea that it's it's yeah it's like a it it has the team based feature that everyone sort of loves and flocks to. It has the idea that you're you're catching Pokemon and you're training Pokemon and you're living that fantasy and it's also a, a social game where you're like i'm uh, no matter what team people are on when you see them on the street, everyone sort of acknowledges what you're doing there. Oh and totally like, cool all
1: right,
2: cool yep that head nod of approval yeah. I also oh, yeah.
1: I also really appreciate that they don't let you buy the um leveling up like powder i can't remember what it's called the
2: candies yeah Yeah, on the the dust yeah the the
1: candies but the dust that's what it is um they let you buy like lures and incense and stuff to get pokemon to like show up around you but they don't let you buy the dust that you need to actually make them stronger and i'm Mm -hmm. really glad of that because that would be just the worst power gaming ever (laughs) yeah
3: just level everything out forever and having tested it, even using that powder to like, uh, uh, the incense to lure stuff to you, it literally is you have to move in order to get oh, them yeah. to
1: actually- So like, if you, you sit can't still, just sit there.
3: <laughs> the very first night I, I was in my house and just sat there and was like, uh, I think got three, this is bullshit. And then I, later when I was walking around with the guys on Saturday, I turned on the incense and got like 12 and was like, oh, oh, so you just have to keep moving. And mm-hmm. it just makes them come a little bit closer to you. Like, all right. yeah. That makes
2: sense, so yeah, that's one thing I like about the game is it it gives me a way to bribe myself into walking around and getting a little bit of exercise, totally. which I wouldn't but uh, people are already taking advantage of people's laziness, and there're companies that are popping up that will walk your phone for you and I my
4: know. <laughs> I saw that.
2: Oh my God. I'm just going to give my phone to a random stranger and have them walk around and collect Pokemon for me. I
3: I think today uh, the big story was that people are trying to use things like ceiling fans and uh, drones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're trying to, like, attach their phone to a drone and move it. So, like, basically all to hatch eggs and, like, cheat the system. Mm -hmm.
4: Right.
1: Sure, guys. All right. I would much rather be able to come home and be like, hey, remember when that cop pulled over to ask us if we were playing Pokemon? Like, those, those are the stories wow. that really add on to the experience of being like, it's 2 a.m. Let's go for a Pokemon walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I don't know about y'all, but I have been sleeping so well every night because <laughs> I've been walking so much. By the time I get home, I'm like, I'm going to go to sleep. Jesus Christ. I'm so tired. <laughs> The other day Sam messaged me, he's like, Doctor, pass the F out. <laughs> like, it was gone. Yeah, it was straight up like, I'm just gonna sit on the couch for a second. And then two and a half hours later, Sam was like, I'm I'm you need to go to bed. <laughs> Cause I was just like <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, Pokemon Go is very fun. And Neantic has addressed the whole uh, because everybody was losing their fucking minds yesterday about uh, Niantic being able to have more accessibility into your Gmail account than seemed necessary. And uh, they've addressed that and been like, oh, I mean, we can't like get into your emails or anything. We're gonna, we'll revoke some access we've tr- to- tr- We've tried, better. we've really tried and we just can't. We can't. Yeah, we tried really hard <laughs> to get in there, send some emails, we we can't do it. Oh yeah, no, this uh, is, um,
3: the, the articles that have popped up on the internet have been choice uh my favorite one was that pokemon go is well there's two things the first one was that it's a government conspiracy (laughs) to track track users uh so the government knows where everyone is at all time okay the the next one was that it was an isis conspiracy so that they could gather large people like a large group of people in a single space they could attack that was another one uh there's plenty there's plenty of just real primo conspiracies it about sounds what- like it yeah yeah
1: yeah,
2: yeah unfortunately yeah. did you hear about the 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 per- people that were putting lures down in, into secluded areas mean, and then robbing people? them and then robbing them robbing them yeah, their yeah. yeah. they got
1: arrested like immediately because they weren't moving they were like yeah. we'll just keep luring this one place and just keep, like, <laughs> yeah. robbing people. And the police eventually yeah. showed up, obviously. They, they,
3: yeah. they literally were Team Rocket.
1: These guys were... <laughs> sat
3: around trying to rob people and did it in the dumbest way possible and got caught. Team Rocket. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> Cracks me up. hmm
3: And so now everyone's gonna... It, it's, it's all over the place. Like, you know when the 6 o'clock news or whatever is like, now for our feature on Pokemon Go. <laughs> I'm here live at the pier, and all these people are here. Look got for- all
1: these Pokemans.
3: <laughs> I don't know if you saw the, the thing that everyone was retweeting yesterday, the New York, when they were in Central Park, and they had the really shitty Pokemon. Oh, grip. my God. It's so awful. Oh, I love I love this as like a cultural phenomenon right now. I don't even care. I enjoy it tremendously. TB is like, I'll never play it. I don't care. No, but not really it's wonderful it's wonderful
1: i have plenty of friends who have said that they have no interest in it and i'm like that's fine but i've gotten so much enjoyment out of it already that as the game gets more stable my enjoyment level just goes up like the fact that i was willing to push through the fact that it was crashing constantly just because i was enjoying it so much when it was working
2: I can't even remember a game that's like been this big amongst so many different people and brings people out of their homes and socializing out in the streets on the public areas that would never have talked to each other beforehand. Yep. It's just like an experience that may never happen again, like in this level. And I, it's fun to be a part of it.
3: Yeah. I, it I gives agree. me a lot of hope for AR. I want more AR games. I want more of it to exist. I, I love the, I have always loved the premise more than VR. Like, I like the idea of augmenting the world around you. That's awesome. VR, it's like, I shut myself off from everyone else. AR is like, yo, let's all go solve a mystery together. Like, that should be
1: (laughs) awesome. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. So, that's my hope. More AR. I hope this sparks the imagination of creators out there. And they're like, if people do this for Pokemon, imagine what they do for other things. Like,
0: Well, they probably won't do much. The thing is, there's been hundreds and thousands of AR and location-based games released over the past few years, and nobody gave a fuck. The only reason people care is because it's Pokemon. So I don't know exactly how many other games you could really create that people would actually play.
3: Well, I think this is the starting point, though, right? The other ones, they were trying to reach an audience that was, like, almost uninformed of AR. They were just like, "I, I mean, all right, that sounds good. But now that they've experienced it, I imagine more people are open to the opportunity of seeing what else is out there. I think like that's the best I can hope for.
0: Maybe, oh, maybe they're just playing because it it's Pokemon and they that's don't have any interest too. in AR I mean. at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's Either that's way. more likely because it's not a new technology. It's but I also know a lot of it, people you know.
3: who are playing it and have never played Pokemon once. They're just they're caught oh, yeah. up in the, the fervor.
1: Dude, so, my uh, the girl who used to do my makeup at Maker texted me and was like, "Yo, are you playing this Catch 'Em game?" <laughs> I was like i am catch playing him the catch game, game. yes yeah, and she was like i've been walking all day i've caught so many of them <laughs> like, very proud of you that's awesome i love the ketchup she loves it catch-up. yeah catch-up. Play that catch game gotta get that catchem. <laughs> yeah uh speaking of uh bringing games into the real life i uh did an escape room that is yeah. based off of the Zero Escape games, off of 999. What? And it what was, was fantastic. It's in uh, little Tokyo. Um, it's right next to. It's right next to where like Kino Kuniya and Orochan are. If if you've been there. Obviously. Um, it's in, like a little plaza that has a lot of stuff in it, but it was really really cool. They did sort of the same concept inside of the game where uh, you had like a big group of people, they had you uh, stand in a dark room and they put uh, watches on you. And all of the watches had different numbers. And then they split us up into three groups and we were all in totally different rooms. Um, And we had to just trust that everybody was going to figure out their own puzzles. But there were ways that we like, I I don't want to spoil how any of the puzzles work just in case somebody is interested in going to do it. So the
3: beginning be like, You can murder three, uh, like one of the other (laughs) two. No,
1: it didn't have that part. (laughs) That would have been amazing. That That was amazing.
3: amazing.
0: Surprisingly niche for, uh, you know, because escape rooms are often sort of a very generic concept that would appeal to a lot of people like, oh, it's a bank heist or, oh, it's a haunted house. To base it on an obscure series of anime visual novels is a little. uh...
1: Not only that, wait, let me grab the. Oof, I have their little ad. They're like the number one escape room company in the country um they like ha- all have the same escape room going at the same time in like almost every state uh it's called scrap okay. but their next one is is time travel based if that sounds interesting right. but i think the zero escape one is still going right now but it was cool because there were ways that like we were able to help out other rooms oh, and uh that's advanced. yeah it was really it was really cool i, I thought that, that it was cool. really really fun and uh Yeah, I loved it. They had little hints all over the place, like pointing to the game as well. So if you've played the game and you're in these rooms, you'd be like, oh, shoot, that's from the game. But none of the game stuff was necessary in order to like figure out the puzzles. So did you win? That's all I want to know. Did you beat it? (sighs) No, because my, look, my team was literally me and one other dude. We got out so fast. We were like, oh yeah. We beat our room, came out and just stood there for like, (laughs) 20 minutes waiting for How do the you others. you know that you didn't have to stay in the room to help the other teams. We didn't. How do you know?
3: You got out so fast, you don't know.
1: I know, but I'm not going to tell you why I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't want to ruin the escape room, but we knew So. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I would it's one of those things that I would say to everyone in chat who's like, "Oh, I need to do escape room." It's definitely one of those things you should do. It's a lot of fun, but the difference between a good escape room and a bad escape room is people like what you go
1: with I think
3: yeah, it, it, well, that's also true, but there's a lot of like it, it's what you make of it, basically is the deal like an escape sometimes escape rooms can be like pretty jank, but if you're all if you're there with your friends, then it becomes like a really fun experience, so totally. it's whatever you make of it, but then also sometimes you find ones like Dodgers talking about, or the one in Boston we went
1: to where it's like. How much did money this? did I spend on it? What there? is this? Yeah. yeah. Dude, Vodeborg no Borde- was really cool. Yeah. Having like 20 escape
0: rooms going at the same time. It's like Yeah, I've only been to one, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. i would definitely go again. Dan, have you had a chance to do an escape room at any point?
2: I've never done it before, but it sounds like a lot of fun. I played this the was Zero Escape. This is my
1: first one. Game.
2: Yeah, I played the Zero Escape games, and those I love that kind of mystery and like solving puzzles and stuff. I would love to do it with a group of friends. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. It is. I mean, yeah.
3: That's what it's about.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it's quite physical as well which is interesting like the another one that we did uh, we we found a sort of fishing pole and we had to use that to grab a key that was like through some bars and stuff like that so it's not just puzzle solving there's a bit of like dexterity and shit involved another some uh, escape rooms that actually involve like a lot of physical dexterity actually running and climbing shit and everything like That's everything's Vodaborg, different yeah Vodaborg
1: has ones like that yeah oh my god but they, but they oh. warn you they're like, hey, this one requires like a lot of physical activity. Be aware. And then yeah. we went in and we were like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was,
3: yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was about balance as well. It was like, if you fall off these beams, you have to restart. I'm like, no.
0: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. you can even go without people. Like they'll they'll fill up the room with other people that just uh, come and play with you. Like. Uh, it it depends sort of how social you are, I guess. You know and how quickly you can adapt to that, but it's best to go with a group of friends. You know because it is just solving a puzzle together. You know the horror themed ones in particular are interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a good little bonding activity. And there's a reason why a lot of people do it as a corporate retreat sort of thing, team building exercise. It's fun. I mean they're exploding quite uh, a lot right now. I'd say like there's a lot more of them being set up. They're becoming a lot more popular. Yeah, it's a really cool concept. It's worth a worth giving a shot if you ever have the chance to do it.
3: Yeah, the, yeah. Biggest, the biggest inherent problem with them is once you beat them.
0: Yes. you're like, what now? Because you know yeah. what the solution is. Yeah, the place yeah. we've got that's in Charlotte, I think, has seven different ones. So you can go seven times, but obviously they're going to rotate them out as well. So they'll replace right. one with a different one. But that means they're just going to keep up with coming up with new configurations and new puzzles and stuff. So uh, once they've done that, that's fine. That's a reason to revisit.
2: Mm. Yeah, it sounds like a tough business to keep going for a long period of time.
3: I... Thought the exact same thing until I met. Like we went to uh, one that just like it was the open like pre-opening day, right? And so we went there to go test it out. It was a bunch of like just randos, and we all went there to go uh, try this thing out. And I talked with the owner. He literally blew my mind to the fact that escape rooms and laser tag are some of the most profitable businesses. And I would have thought the exact opposite. I would be like, "Who the f? No." No, that sounds like a horrible, he's like companies and birthday parties and all it all. Cause the equipment and stuff, that's like you buy it and the upkeep's not even that high. So apparently it's like a huge, you just buy a warehouse in the middle of nowhere. And you're like, yeah, no, this is my laser tag place. So this is my uh, right. escape room. And apparently it's super profitable. I would not have guessed that. I would have <laughs> been like, this is, I would never spend money on something like this. Clearly, I was wrong.
0: It's mostly because of the amount of uh, corporate parties that are done there. Yeah. They make a ton of money that way. Uh, So, yeah, it it is pretty profitable. I mean, the setup cost for something like that is actually fairly minimal. I mean, you think about it. What the fuck is an escape room other than a bunch of puzzles made out of cheap props and shit? You know, it's. And once it's set up, that's it. You can run a bunch of people through it. I mean, God, how much. How much was it for us? Uh, Escape room, Charlotte. Because I think it was like. Uh, let's see, because uh, the place in Charlotte is called uh, Exit Strategy, uh, and that's the place that's got like, it's like 50 seven bucks different for things. Like
3: two hours, fifty bucks for an hour. like it's it's yeah, it's
0: they make cheap. a decent amount, and bear in mind they're running a bunch at once. It's twenty-five bucks per person, and it's ten people per room, and it's an hour mm. session.
1: Yeah,
0: and you've got seven rooms, and if you're filling up a decent amount of them, you actually make a serious bank.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that. That actually sounds like you would be making a lot of money every yeah. hour if you yeah. managed to keep people in it.
0: Yeah, you only really need you need a few <laughs> staff to that know how to reset the room. Basically, outside mm-hmm. of that, it basically runs itself. So, how, how crazy is that? You want some money? Invest in the escape rooms. Time, time, time. Bye, bye, bye. Escape rooms. Um, escape rooms. I just looked.
1: The one that we went to that had the Zero Escape themed one is called Real Escape Room LA, and it's in Little Tokyo if you are around and would like to see if they're still doing it it's really fun
2: it sounds like a really fun and interesting way to promote like movies like saw or something to have like a yes. chain yeah. of escape <laughs> rooms or something
0: i think i think you're totally right there i'm surprised we haven't seen more of that i think it's probably because it's a very local thing that they probably don't do a lot more of that but that would be awesome yeah i, I know there was a- they were doing a thing at ours that wasn't an escape room per se it was literally just an interactive horror experience And by horror experience, I mean, you are literally strapped down to chairs. People, like, you have to sign a fucking serious waiver for this thing, because it's like, yeah, you've got to consent to being basically touched everywhere, having slimy shit put in your face, being screamed at, like, being blindfolded, restrained, uh, everything like that. Um,
3: Apparently that was seriously
0: popular. I I would not, no. I would not, they were but... They doing
3: it... that at South by Southwest. Like, that was a thing yeah. they were doing the entire time, which is like, come see our whole experience. I was like, no! Mm-mm. I would never do that!
0: <laughs> no, that's... That seems like a terrible idea. But yeah, promoting a Saw movie, it's like, yeah, so you just got to cut off your limb to get out of the escape room. No problem there. It's yeah, good.
1: it's fine. It'll be easy. Yeah, yeah. There's a there
0: battle acid right there. Just Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> we implanted the key in your eyeball. Here is a pair of scissors. This is how you get it out.
1: God damn it.
0: <laughs> Those there fun. is an well, On the leader, I guess, so. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
3: Dear Lord. <laughs> I just like that they took the time to put it in your eyeball, get your eyeball all right again, wake your ass up. So you can get it
0: back out. Oh, he, he goes, he goes ham. Like he doesn't. This isn't half ass. Like by Saw Twelve, he'll probably be half assing the whole thing. It's like to get out, you have to pick the lock. There's a but, key around your neck, <laughs> but 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 the thing is slightly too tight, so you have to lean your... over a bit more than is comfortable. <laughs> Saw twelve, the mild inconvenience coming to a theater near you. Oh, Walk across
2: a slightly dark room to the door.
0: <laughs> I put Lego on that's the a, floor. There's a
2: There's a little nightlight. That's little solid nightlight <laughs> like you
0: can have cracker. your phone but it only <laughs> has five percent battery and no wi-fi <laughs> oh god no wi-fi <laughs> first world saw <sore> problems <laughs> jeez i'd watch the fuck out of that i'm surprised there hasn't been a parody of that already there probably yeah. is i need to find it Mm-hmm. So what else have we been playing this week? Dan, you stream a shitload of games. I'd love to hear what you've been playing this week. What's been going on? Uh, this week I've been pl- going back
2: old school and replaying Morrowind.
0: Ah, oh, cool. nice.
2: Saw the speedrun during SGDQ of it, and I was like, I haven't played that in years. Mm-hmm. Isn't
1: it funny how SGDQ just makes you want to go and play games that they play? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, they it's got like, through that oh, so man. fast. That's... I feel like I know new things about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I,
3: can, I can do that. It looks easy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
3: I, know. I firmly stand most of the games. You're absolutely right. All the games people wanted me to watch, I can't go watch them play because, like, yo, yo, everyone's playing Final Fantasy Six right now. Go, go watch it. Yeah, they're basically hacking the game. Like, they're destroying a beautiful masterpiece. I can't, <laughs> watch, I can't watch this. I can't do it. <laughs>
2: yeah that's de- that's definitely why i like the glitchless runs because they feel more genuine instead of you know cheating your way like the, the oblivion speed run was just them going to the door and ha- and finding a secret little door that's not supposed to be there and going into it and then oh they're done with the game you know
4: yeah
2: but yeah i've been playing Morrowind it's it's been fun to go back and just realize just how how many parts of that of that time period of games are just horrible now
0: like, mm, yeah no i was gonna ask game. you
2: how did it hold up well the no voice acting um when you swing a weapon it rolls a dice to see if you actually hit the enemy versus skyrim where you hit them every time you know that sort of thing it it definitely makes you appreciate the improvements in skyrim but also you miss some things that they did well like writing because writing had to be very good that was the whole way you told did a game like this back in the day was you had to use your imagination and you had to read the the journal and you felt part of the world you have to find things yeah um, so it's a mixed bag, but yeah, I, I do I do enjoy the game. I've never actually beaten it. So I might actually beat, beat it this time.
3: What? Oh, you yeah. owe it to yourself to do
2: it. Yeah, I didn't know the ending and stuff because it's been spoiled to me for years. But yeah, like it's fun to read the lore and go through the game again, just to experience that old schoolness.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fantastic game. Morrowind's great. Yeah, it's so also not to kill
0: certain out. NPCs and fuck yourself over because that's a thing you can do
2: yep uh it's 14 years old came out 2004 and
0: 2002
2: Yep, that is but yeah uh, there are there is one if you kill an npc that's a part of the main quest it warns you like oh you can't complete the game but you don't have to stop playing you can keep going you can kill anyone do anything you want there's just so much freedom and then the broken super broken spells and stuff that you can make in that game you could cast spells that restore more mana than it costs to, to cast it and then kill everything in a 100-foot radius. It's just I mean, totally even bright. Oblivion
0: had that issue. I remember, like, enchanting my weapon in such a way. It's like, well, okay, you know, the way we're going to balance it is we're going to make uh, it cost a certain amount of charge from a soul stone. So if you make the enchantment too powerful, it's going to drain all your soul stones. Uh, except there's the one thing that refills your soul stones. So I'd set it up in such a way that I could drain more soulstones back than the cost of every enchanted swing. So this thing was enchanted to the point where I was like, "Yeah, this has like five thousand points of death magic on it, and everything. This is super powerful. It will literally uh, cause a small county to explode with nuclear fire." <laughs> uh, but it's oh, but it costs a bunch of soul stones, Except it regenerates slightly more than what it costs to swing it. So it's like, well, this the is monster. fucked. This is fucked. <laughs>
2: Yeah, part of the fun of those old games is just finding ways to just become a god and break it with the uh, broken mechanics. Yeah, I remember like the Boots of Blinding Speed in Morrowind where you get super speed. But if you have magic resist when you put it on, even for a second, you don't get blinded. So you can just zip across the map. That's what speedrunners use all the time. It's fun to just find these things and find exploits in them.
0: And those games are certainly full, like, fucking full of them. Like <laughs> Bethesda, in yeah. particular, it's like we create a giant world. It's and uh, the larger the world is, the more bugs it's got in it. There's going to be something horribly broken about this.
2: Yeah, that's they're one company that always gets a pass on broken games. You know, they, they do. are. Yes. yes, they do. They are very large, and that's the excuse everyone uses. But my God, I've never seen a game that have so many bugs that needs to be fixed by the community than uh, <laughs> than the Outer Scrolls games. Yeah. Uh, each one of them requires the unofficial patch, which fixes thousands of bugs that were left in the game.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that is very true. It's some of those older RPGs can also be difficult to go back to, as you said. Like the combat system in particular bothers me, and that I mean, I started with Oblivion and then I tried to go back tomorrow, and I'm like, I can't. Like this is. I can't. do yeah. Yeah, because I'm used to actually swinging a sword and it hitting something, not it rolling a dice in the background and saying, well, you missed. Like, no, I didn't. I hit him in the fucking head. <laughs> yeah. But that's I, how the like, game everyone's, was.
2: Everyone's experience is going up to a rat and swinging at it and missing like 10 times in a row trying to hit it with your weapon.
0: Yes. Yes. that's That takes a lot of getting used to. That takes a lot of uh, suspending your disbelief, I think. Yeah.
2: They they definitely wanted you to feel like you're progressing. So when you level up, you eventually stop missing when you get your skills high enough. But that that beginning part of constantly failing and missing is just so annoying nowadays. When you're used to Skyrim and Oblivion, where things don't fail and things don't miss when you swing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm a huge Outer Scrolls fan, so it's fun to go back and just um, experience the world
0: again. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if dis- they eventually remaster those.
2: Yeah, was everyone's been wanting them to go back and redo Morrowind in like Skyrim's engine, like bring it up to date with graphics and the combat mechanics of Skyrim. But Are have there the some like waters trying to do that? as there well? There is
0: Skywind is a thing. Uh yeah. I, I know that, uh, there's definitely an unofficial mod that's trying to do that. I don't know how complete it is though.
2: Yeah. Skywind has uh, been coming it will, will be coming out soon. Um, as they've been saying for about four years now. Yes. Gotcha. So. <laughs> I have a suspicion that it won't be ready until after the next Elder Scrolls is out, and then they'll never finish it, and then they'll move on to the next one, which is how these mods work. Yeah.
0: It's okay, though. They're doing a remaster of Skyrim, the one game that didn't need it. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. The
1: one game that had fully working mods that made it look exactly like the remaster is going to look. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There is that
2: remastered Mm. version that doesn't look better than the modded version.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I don't get. Well, that's for the benefit of the consoles. It's not for the benefit of anyone on PC at this point. It's also easy. Like, you know, remastering something like Morrowind takes some actual work, especially considering the size of that game. Remaster Skyrim. It's like, yeah, just fix a few things, update a couple of things, done. (laughs) Sell it. Problem solved.
2: Yeah, get a few guys on it, but like they have to give a budget to like a remaster. Re- remastering a Morrowind would take a huge budget because they have to revoice yeah. the whole thing, which would be yes, a massive yes. project in itself.
0: Yeah, they'd have to do a lot of work with that. But we'll what keep o- dreaming. What else have you been playing this week?
2: Uh, right before that, I was playing a uh, ter- ter- Terraria. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I I I never like played it. No, Every- that's a
0: big game. I,
2: yeah, like everyone that. was like crazy about it when that patch came out last year the 1.3 that added a bunch of stuff and i, I never really played it and I, I decided i was i couldn't figure out what to play one day so i decided to just try out terraria see how it is and then 50 hours later i was hooked and still on hard mode trying to kill the uh, every boss it, it's one of those games where like you, there isn't like a story you have to it's like a sandbox where you have to move yourself through the game on your own pace and set challenges for yourself and not everyone yeah. appeals to that kind of person sort of like minecraft where you have to set your own goals and decide you what do. you want to do but yeah it, it was a lot of fun I, I i haven't had that much fun with a ten dollar game in a while since like stardew valley like just the hundred a dozen dozens dozens of hours with something so cheap
0: mm-hmm. there's some serious to, value in that game especially yeah. considering how much they updated it even the original version was worth the money. It's got literally four times as much content as it used to in it now. It's insane.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that 1.3 added a whole new mode and new bosses, and it was just incre- incredible how much uh, content was added for free as uh, just an update to the game.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting to see more of that because we were waiting for them to move on to like other stuff. You know, I know one of the the devs went to do Starbound, and then. They're like, we're going to do Terraria Otherworld, but then that was like another company. And I was like, well, you know what? Let's just go back and update the existing one. <laughs> like, Because we're still selling a bunch of copies of it. I mean, that game has sold an obscene number of copies. Yeah. yeah.
2: It, it's one of those games that has a thriving community behind it. Like, if you stream it or make a video on it, like, all these Terraria people just swarm to it. They're just very passionate about the game. Like, I was streaming it on Twitch, and People just cannot help themselves but to h- tell you how to play the game and how They're to do the next the thing. fuck
0: out of that game. Oh, my <laughs> God.
2: It's up there with Dark Souls with the amount of just backseat gaming when you play it. It's yep. crazy. It's
0: infuriating. It's really bad. Yeah. That game has sold, according to Steam Spy, 7.5 million copies. It's- wow. Man. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And that's look out oh, on the console crap. versions of which there are, and the iOS version of which there is. So, it's like, Jesus.
2: Wow, that is some serious money.
0: Indeed. I'm just thinking about playing Terraria again now. I'm like, <laughs> go! <laughs> oh, it's like, such
1: a deep hole, TV.
0: It really is. It's a elevator. You, what can we say? Once you start, it's hard to stop.
4: <laughs> uh...
0: Yes. Yes. i just want to play some sad music in the background because jesse's seeing the potential youtube profits just disappear in front of his eyes
3: <laughs> we, uh, here's the thing every time we talk about Terari on this show we always say like oh we might do that again and we, we never, never do, do. Oh, yeah. we never do no <laughs> Don't get their hopes up. Don't no. Get, don't uh. get out I'll get emails for the next five weeks like, yo, yo, TB said it might come back though. Was it come back? I'm like, yo, y'all it, Terraria?
0: This is me getting you back for every time we used to do an episode of that. You saying, go pester TB on Twitter about this. This is my revenge. You did it for years. You've got a lot of payback that needs to happen here.
3: But just one more episode,
1: TV. One more episode, TV. We could do
0: it. Your oh T are a
1: dollar shape. One final hour-long wrap-up episode. Are you see? Oh, how do you great wrap, great how great how you wrap that show up?
0: Literally, I don't know. We, don't. we
1: did nothing to begin with. There was. No-
0: <laughs> it was hundred episodes of nothing happening. That's you'll what gi- that show was. You give people
1: closure. You give people closure.
0: You <laughs> it
4: both died. Hold of let's play.
0: God.
1: Lisa, Please, Please, just
4: sir.
3: one more episode. Can we, have some more? Can we do it Just one
0: more. More? <laughs> more no. No more of that. Thank you very much. Alright, let's take a break. When we come back, we will talk a little bit more about the games that we've been playing this week. I know Fury is gonna come up on the agenda, considering Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, so you've been playing a ton of that. Necropolis yes, yes, probably yes. coming up and bunch of other things as well in the meantime however we would love you to hear messages from our sponsor i mean it's not like you have a choice in the matter you're gonna get them anyway countryroll.com slash total biscuit is the sponsor for today's co-optional podcast thank you very much for supporting the show and we'll be back after the break with yet more video games that we've been playing this week you're watching the co-optional podcast do not go anywhere
1: unlimited anime and power
0: ladies and gentlemen welcome welcome back to the co-optional podcast hopefully you had a wonderful break
1: i peed and then i and then i fixed a toilet
0: sure
3: that (laughs) sounds about right that sounds like our office yeah (laughs) (laughs) the toilet was busted so i spent my break fixing
0: it (laughs) exciting stuff all right back on to games we've been playing this week now dodger i know you've been playing one that i got the chance to play a bit earlier, yeah. which was uh, Fury, Fury, yes. That's been making the rounds on, on uh, Twitch as of late. Dan has a kind of almost broken facial expression during that. Have you had a chance to play Fury?
2: No, I haven't. I've heard everyone's like, it's one of those games that everyone's like, are you going to play Fury? Are you going to play Fury? When are you ah, playing Fury? that's why. One of those okay. games, so I got to do it this week at some yes. point. Yes.
1: Um, Jesse played it for a fan Friday, I believe, and hates it.
3: I hated it. Not that I hate the- like, I think it's probably a fine game. It's not a for me game. Like, I walk away like, wow, I never want to play that again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I felt the same way about it, you know, uh, but that didn't mean it was a bad game. Like, it was clearly very well designed, it was very fair, but do I want to play very hard boss rush games? No, I don't. That's That's not my thing. But I know it's Dodge's thing because she's someone that's willingly played Volgar the Viking without being coerced at gunpoint. and <laughs> uh, It's like, and no sane person oh. would ever do that. So,
3: one thing that I think was obvious for my fan Friday was that even though, because I got to the second boss, and for mm. some reason, there's a mechanic like with two lives left, whatever it is in the like, second, she's like down to two little bubs left. Whatever mm. the mechanic is for like pops in the air and like smashes into you. I could not for the life of me figure out. I, I was like, I'm trying to parry, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Every time it just happened, but the only thing that I was like, "All right, well, if I can get back to her without dying, now that I know all the mechanics for the rest of it, clearly it's a mechanically sound game." And I did. I destroyed her. The other phases she had got right back to where I was. Still couldn't figure out how to do it. And was like, "Oh fuck me!" All right, well, that's all the time I have for this game forever. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I can understand this is one game games like I'm willing to push through this one moment and figure out what it is. Then it's probably your type of game. But I was like, no, I'm out. I can't. Yeah. Do yeah. the second that was the impression I got from Dodge's it. stream.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The second the TV played it, he messaged me on Skype and was like, I found a game you're gonna love. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I loved it. I uh, I actually just beat the final optional boss yesterday. Um, and I thought that the game overall was fantastic. The one, the only gripe that I would have with it is that I think the final two bosses of the main story were like way easier than a couple of the bosses that came before it didn't feel like they progressively got more difficult if that makes sense um and in in one of those situations i understood why i was like okay i understand why this is story-wise why this is an easier fight um but overall i was expecting it to get like way harder each time um and it didn't necessarily but according to people who were in my chat some people had a lot of trouble with bosses that i didn't have a lot of trouble with so i think it just has to do with which mechanics trip you up more totally yeah
3: Yeah, mine was i could do everything else but i couldn't parry to save my life and it was just because i would always either do it too early or too late and i was like it's so yeah for me you'd fucking hate
0: the guy with the oar then jesus christ
1: i was gonna say the guy
3: who literally literally parrying the boss (laughs) yeah
0: that's all it is
3: i I could not do it like I was always either a little bit late or a little bit early and it was destroying me inside because i was like there is zero forgiveness in this game when it comes to parries i was like i can't all right whatever
1: um yeah it's definitely the sort of game where it gets you really used to one thing and then it switches it and you're like fuck (laughs) but um I loved the art style so many people recognized that it was the same guy who does afro samurai like I think that it's really obvious that it's the same art style and I appreciated the shit out of that I thought that the designs of all of the bosses were so cool um yeah and and I liked that the story of it was very vague like when I was on what boss like six or something somebody came in and was like um should i watch this or because like i don't want to ruin the story for myself and i was like don't worry there's been like like they they drop nuggets of kind of cloudy information at you for the whole game but it's not clear until literally the very end what's actually going on um so i kind of i kind of liked that 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 adds a little bit of replayability that you could go back and uh play it again and hear all of the dialogue again and be like oh fuck i know why donnie darko bunny buddy is saying that
2: (laughs) that's one thing i like about the dark souls series is where they don't feed you the story you have to give you little bits and you have to piece it together
0: yourself Mm -hmm. god i find the souls lore to be so intriguing like do i want to play all the games not really like i kind of had my fill after demon souls and ds1 and then i didn't really play the others because i'm like you know what i think i've I've experienced what I want to experience in this. There's definitely parts of it I like, and there's parts where I'm like, I don't have time for this shit. Uh, But the lore, every fucking time a new Dark Souls game comes out, like, all right, I'm subscribed to all the lore channels. I'm reading all the wiki pages. I'm going to read everyone's fucking stupid-ass theory that they found based on one item description that they expounded into 30 minutes of narrative. I found it fascinating. I love that about it.
3: That's the only, like amazing part for me besides the art the art, artistic style and like oh those types of god gaming.
0: the aesthetic is like i just fucking gorgeous
3: the story's phenomenal i can't be like i physically can't be bothered to do it myself i'm like i'll go watch <laughs> yeah. some other dude do it i don't have the patience yeah i and I, some guy i think nailed like really nailed me as a gamer <clears throat> i love i think i'm a power fantasy gamer like i love the ability to level a character up to the point where it's like I've outleveled you, game, and just murder. <laughs> people. Like yeah, that's like that's my type of game. And a game that's like you will always be shitty. <laughs> nope, not playing you anymore. Like I yeah. know when that happens, I'm like I can't do this. Yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah.
0: Dark Souls is a game that constantly humbles you. Yeah, it's.
1: But yeah, I was actually I was thinking about that the other day too. That I think. Games that are very unforgiving. Um, it all depends on what you look for as a reward, as a gamer, right? And if the if the reward of you beat a thing that was difficult isn't enough, it's not going to be a satisfying experience to play it.
3: Yes, well, I think it. Oh my god, this could be a team Mystic Team Valor scenario here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> think about it, because we both have the same objective. I like we're both trying to beat this incredibly hard thing. Yeah your tactic is go at it and beat it beat it beat it beat it until you finally win mine is like what if i just do a bunch of other things that makes this fight really easy when i get to (laughs) it that's exactly what that is it's just the same approaches to the exact same goal and yeah and sometimes games are based around the idea of like you can't do option b or sometimes uh, like most jrpgs you can't do option a which you can't just throw yourself at it so Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's kind of interesting. It is interesting. Definitely, a couple yeah, of different
0: th- schools of thought.
2: That's yeah. one thing I love about the Dark Souls series. Is most modern day games are very easy nowadays. Even on their hardest difficulty settings, they a lot of them are very easy. And it, when you and you don't really feel accomplished. Um, when you solve a super simple puzzle and you get a little achievement just for solving that simple puzzle, then you get another achievement right after that. Like it's all about rewarding you, make you feel like you're powerful and you're great. But with dark souls, when you finally beat that boss, you've been struggling on for five hours. You feel this just sense of relief and accomplishment that it's it's so hard to feel in a lot of other games nowadays.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Side note: The Fury music is also fantastic. That's,
3: yeah, that's the best part of the game. For yeah, me. and can you can find soundtrack. the
1: soundtrack pretty much everywhere. It's on uh, SoundCloud. It's on Spotify. You yes. can
0: find it. It's yeah, great. you can buy it on Steam. You can also buy it on uh, SoundCloud if you want to support the art. And it's not bad. SoundCloud, sorry. Yeah, Bandcamp. Bandcamp has it. I-, I bought it last night. I'm like, yeah, this is this is great. This is the kind of music I like to listen to. I've been listening to it pretty much consistently, and we've been playing it throughout the show as well. So it's the soundtrack to that game is amazing. It's also nice to be able to focus on the music and not be focusing on, oh, God, I am dodging for my life. Holy shit, I am totally <laughs> yeah. focused and can't even... I can't even listen to the music because I'm focused on not getting murdered. So right. that's always nice. Anyone else get a hat to throw into the ring? And Games have been playing this week?
3: Man, I played a game called Assemblance
0: this week. Oh, I would love to hear about oh, yeah, this we- bonkers shit.
1: We talked about that um, last week, right? When you had just started playing it? Yeah, so... Assemblance goes from,
3: like, creepy to weird to freaking nuts to (laughs) borderline impossible by the time you get to the ending. So Assemblance is a game that, uh, for those who who have no clue, is a game where you are essentially a person trapped. I'm trying not to spoil anything. Trapped in a repeating cycle of events, right? So. (laughs) It starts where you're, you're in a, uh, like a facility and there's an AI talking to you and the AI is just messing with you. But he's like, I'm doing it because this is the way you program me. And this is what I'm here for. And you're the one who wanted to do this. This is all on you. And you basically cycle through the same events over and over again, but discover new things each time. Like if you go to it at a different time or whatever. And as time goes on, you start to unlock a story that's very weird and bizarre. And what happens is there are numerous endings to this game. you find the first ending and then the second ending and then like the 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 rgb ending so there's the red ending then you go to like green and then there's like a a white ending so needless to say What? (laughs) what you have to you're going through all so like here's an example uh one of the endings and this is you know no spoilers of what the ending is but one of the endings is you end up in a field and there's a butterfly if you look at the butterfly the butterfly turns the screen blue and resets you back to the main complex and now the door is like this weird shade of blue when you go in it unlocks a new program that you can enter which is a corrupted code and the corrupted code's like a weird doorway and it's like hey uh you probably shouldn't go in there and you're like well i have to go in and it's like no, yeah. i gotta I wouldn't go in there if I were you. And so when you go in, it gives you one of the endings, then resets you back. And it's like that wasn't the real ending, though, duh. And you're like, oh my god. So you're essentially just continuously going through and going through. The final white ending. I don't care because I'm gonna f and spoil the final white ending. Oh
1: wait, let's wait, put wait, the wait.
3: Let me
0: put the spoiler up. thing up. Jesus. I'm not
3: gonna spoil what it is. I'm gonna spoil how to get. You know it. what? I, I
0: don't to... trust you. I'm putting it up anyway. I know your That's game. Fine. That's fine. You do That's this fine. shit all the time.
3: <laughs> spoiler alerts so fi- up. The final white ending. I just want to point out. So I've been going through this and it's, you know, it's a puzzle game. So there're frust- there frustrating moments. There are times where it's like, oh my God, what do I even do? But eventually you figure it out, right? It's all in the game. You get the white ending. You eventually get to your office and you see that there's a computer. And on the computer, uh, there's an, like an email from a guy. Apparently you email that email, which then like there's a website devoted to that, the ARG aspect to this game. You get all these emails sent back to you. And it's like, hey, if you really want to be part of this initiative go watch this video. The video, is a video on YouTube that's like Russian scientists bringing a dog's head back to life. And it's like, wait, what? And so it's crazy, crazy shit. And needless to say, I'm still working on this thing, trying to figure out what it's all saying to me. And we figure out that it's some type of... um, coded number system and so we're like all right so the coded numbers are in relation to oh the graphs that were on the table back in the office so I go back to the office I'm literally on stream doing fucking math on the table <laughs> fucking, uh like trying to find doing waveforms <laughs> and shit so then we discover like oh my god the numbers those are the numbers that correlate with times in the apartment so we go back to the apartment and literally to get the final solution you must to the millisecond wait for time to 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 tick over to 9 open a drawer run down the hallway wait till it's nine twenty or something like that stare at a bullet hole in a wall a picture pops up and then and then you're like like I lost my mind. I went crazy because I could not do it. I literally, <laughs> there, might of me, there might be footage of me yelling at the devs, calling them scumbags and shitlords, because I was so mad. I won't spoil the ending ending, but I was so mad. This is how you got there. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Who designed this shit? This is all oh, you fuckers. It is 45 minutes of me losing my mind because it would not work. I could not get the timing down. And when it finally worked out it actually one jump scared me when it finally worked but but two i couldn't believe that that was like the mechanic for the final solution of the game i was like shut up shut up this is in your game <laughs> i went crazy crazy <laughs> there is i mean if you, if you don't watch the videos video one is me playing a game video two is me playing game kind of talking to chat because we're like oh shit there's an email game to this too that's cool video three is 90 percent of it me like just screaming and angry and going over the exact same thing over and over and over and over and over again till i lose my mind so that's pretty much how i played that game and it sucked i i was so mad i was so mad tv you would have been like this isn't even a
0: game oh was- <laughs> well this is why i don't play stuff like that oh
1: but jesse you're like you fucking love ARG shit. How can you I, even be angry? <laughs> I,
3: I, I love, well, it wasn't, I loved everything up till that point. Like the ending was just like not worth the trouble of that moment. So you get to the ending and you're just like that, wait, that's what it, this was. And it it, uh, it very much goes back to, what was the name of that game that we played on stream a while ago? Anyone who watched watch it? Shit. Um, uh, uh, Calendula? yeah calendula i think calendula is a game where it's very similar where it's a puzzle game and you're spending the entire time trying to solve this puzzle and it's this crazy crazy puzzle and it gets harder and harder and harder and harder to the point where you're just like what the fuck in the end you're like are you kidding me that's what this was are you are you (laughs) oh it's like lost (laughs) and and that's what i'm saying like i get so involved in args and mysteries i love a good like mystery i and solving it and it's so good to me and to get an ending that is shit i'll be like yo no no you can't do this you can't do this to me it's just like oh oh it's lindelof all over again god damn, <laughs> you. God damn you lost yeah yeah i can't i mean i guess i should learn to be a fan of the journey and not the destination when it comes to these games
0: yep. yeah yeah <laughs>
3: But a yep. semblance is one of those things where even even afterwards, I will say, I was getting screenshots of people sending me, like, when you went into the room during this time, I, I saw something weird. And I, 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 like, did a screenshot and froze the frame. And there's literally, like, a weird face, like, off to the side looking at you. I was like,
4: oh, <laughs> oh
3: I didn't notice creepy. that shit. Yeah, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. I like stuff like that.
2: The game kind of sounded like you were describing Stanley par- Parable a little bit. Uh, it's with the way very it was much par- like that. Repeating, but then at the end, it's like became it becomes so much work that it's not fun anymore. I, I've had puzzle games like that in the past. I can't remember the names, but where like it starts out easy and, and fun, and then the puzzles get so hard towards the end. It's like, why am I doing this? This is work. I need a degree for this. What the hell?
3: Yeah, I'd rather – if it's going to be, like, a difficult puzzle game, I'd rather right out the gate it, like, uh, drop the witness on you and be like, look, some of these are going to be a pain in the ass. You know it going into it. Deal with it. Like, this one, I was expecting an in-game mystery and unraveling stuff and sort of like a walking simulator but with, like, things I had to figure out. And eventually got, like, F you. Here's math. Do it. And then go to a website (laughs) – Put the math into a code and then get the code to figure out exact time. Look at these charts in the fucking game. I was like, I can't. I can't do this. And then it's like, also, you have to, in order to beat this, you have to go to the exact millisecond. So I had a stopwatch. I was literally stopwatching on my phone to get it down. I've never in my life done that for a video game. Ever. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. So my next uh two big crazy games definitely coming down the pipeline are going to be uh the Temporal Invasion, which is that one that's all ARG, and Inside. The Inside's probably going to be my next. Like, I hear good things. I don't know if any of you have played that, but like, that's
0: that's what I want. I to haven't see. got around to it yet. It's like yeah. a three-hour game. I'm told the ending is shit bonkers, and you don't want to get spoiled on it. So right? Yeah i yeah. I need to check it I out. I haven't looked up anything.
2: I've played excited. the whole thing, and you can definitely tell it's the same developer as Limbo. There's a lot of similar mechanics at the beginning and stuff, but. Towards the end, they it definitely, it's definitely very different from Limbo, and they do a much better job at telling a story than Limbo did, and you can tell they're learning um, as a developer. I won't spoil anything, because it's just it's something you just got to play yourself.
1: I totally agree. I got um, I got to a point where I stopped, and everybody said that there was only like thirty minutes left of the game though, and I was like, oh, so it's like shorter than Limbo, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like it it has more to it. Like you wind up walking away going, Whoa, there's some messed up stuff going on here. Yeah. Uh, and it also, there are elements of that game that have stressed me out in ways that I haven't been stressed <laughs> out in a while. So,
2: yeah, definitely.
1: Um, it's great though. It's fantastic.
2: Yeah, I highly recommend it. If you haven't played it, you should before you get it spoiled for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, I need to check that one out. Let's probably sit down tomorrow and just do the whole thing start to finish. Doesn't seem like it would take all it's that like- long. Three hours, Three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. yeah.
2: Three to four hours, depending on how good you are at some of the puzzles in the game.
0: That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played Necropolis over the last few days. I and feel that-
3: like I've heard a lot of the same things I've heard about Fury.
0: Either people love it or people are like,
3: ugh, no.
1: I'm hearing a lot of people saying that it was pitched as a much harder game than it's winding up being. That it's winding up being like very basic and repetitive.
0: I mean, I it is basic and that. repetitive. That doesn't make it easy, though. Uh, the, I mean, I'm not all that great at roguelite games, things like that. Uh, but the main problem that Necropolis has in my eyes is that they designed the single player so that when you die, that's it. You restart the whole bloody thing again.
4: Mm.
0: However, in co-op, you don't. Because as long as one of your party members is alive, they can res you an infinite number of times for no cost whatsoever.
3: Interesting.
0: Which is yeah. a massive difference like in terms of how playable it makes the game. It's very easy to get boxed into a corner or like hit multiple times, because like you barely stagger in that game, so it's easily like possible to get hit multiple times by mobs in a very short space of time. And you can die mm-hmm. pretty fast. That doesn't matter if you're in with a few different people, because then someone as long as they're outside the combat's like, Alright, well, we can just come and res you then. Takes a few seconds, doesn't cost any resources, easy. So it feels to me like the single player is poorly conceived, like the single player is far harder than it has any right to be, whereas the co-op is probably the way it was meant to be played because it has a lot of margin for error, because you are able to just res people. It's like, oh shit, walked into a room, got killed on a trap, or walked into a room, got mobbed and, yeah. and killed, doesn't really matter, because the other two guys I was with, while they were back there, they worked through the mobs, and then they res me, that's that's okay, I mean, and you res with your gear, you res with half HP and most of your stamina. And it just confused the hell out of me that the co-op mode is like that, whereas the single-player mode is one and you're dead. And obviously, since I've been playing, for the most part, prior to release, there's really been nobody to play with outside of a couple of people that had pre-release codes. And playing it single-player, for me, was an exercise in frustration, for the most part. It The combat feels very much like uh, Souls on a budget, Like, it doesn't have the accurate hitboxes that Souls has. It doesn't have the great quality animations or the weapon variety or the combat variety or anything like that. But it will definitely be reminiscent. You know, it's very slow on purpose. You know, the swings feel very deliberate. Once you commit to the swing, you commit to it. And you don't spam attacks because you can easily run out of stamina and you can overswing or whatever and then get hit. The problem with it is that, like, I just didn't find the game to be all that engaging. Like I was, you play the first couple of levels a lot because, of course, when you die, you go back to the beginning, and it's procedurally generated. But you seem the you see the same sort of enemies, you see the same sort of equipment, you see the same sort of terrain. There barely seem to be any actual events, Hmm. honestly, that happen. You know, there are some secrets, but for the most part, they're like oh, if you stand in front of this writing for a few seconds, it's going to open a door and maybe there'll be like an item in there or something. Right. And it's a lot of... Uh, unless you really enjoy the combat, to me, I... I wouldn't get it right now. Like, or oh, unless you have a bunch of friends that are willing to commit to playing with you. The single player, to me, is just like... I mean, I'd rather be playing Dark Souls. You know, it's right. a handcrafted, better in every aspect experience than this is. You know, and this one tries to differentiate itself, but the the fingerprints of Dark Souls are clearly there. You know, the slower paced combat, they're like this game's really hard, guys. Yeah, but none of the nuances there, none of the the careful design is there. And I just didn't really enjoy my time with it outside of playing with Cry and Sin Victor. You know, and and the co op was well, oh, but that was a lot more fun. Mm. But I sort of, I'm kind of through with games that waste your time and just erase your progress. It's like, oh, great, went around a corner, got caught out and died. That's 30 minutes of my life gone, you know? Right. Especially when the overall progress that you get between games is very limited. You earn what's called uh, tokens of favor, and you can spend these tokens of favor on codices which are like equipable things that you can put your next character, things you can only equip one of them at any given time. So you unlock what's basically a passive bonus and it's like, right, okay, then that was 6 hours of work to get that. Yeah. for a little passive. That's it's just not that interesting to me. You know, in something like Enter the Gungeon, you unlock all these crazy new guns and something like Isaac you're unlocking new characters and classes. Yeah, uh, you know, this game does not have any of that. So I just I saw no reason to keep playing it. Honestly, I I wasn't really enjoying the individual sessions and I wasn't enjoying the rewards of the individual sessions that much outside of playing with with a co-op partner. So, yeah, I think that it needs a bit more time in the oven. Like, for 30 bucks right now, it seems very content light to me and Mm. the balance between the single player and the multiplayer seems to be completely off-whack. So, and with only one class, it's like, there's not a lot of variety here from what I can tell. You know, you're pretty much playing sword and board almost all the time, which is yeah. a bit repetitive. So I I was a bit disappointed by that. I was hoping that it would be a lot better than it was, uh, but it just seems like it needed, like, a few more months of development. It just And it's come out too early.
1: Hmm. That's too bad.
0: Yeah. So that one's too great. Um, I did play a bit of uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions on Wii U.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that game is Persona. Uh, <laughs> there you and go. It, definitely uh, Dan seems to know what I'm talking about there you played a bit of it? Yeah,
2: I, I played a bit of it as well yeah, it's definitely Persona without any English voice acting
0: yes. pretty much. No, no English VR whatsoever, it's all in Japanese um, the setting really put me off which is why I wasn't so willing to play it initially because like, oh this is about Japanese idol culture, it's like, great that doesn't sound at all fun <laughs> but mm. I thought, you know what, I heard more and more about seriously play it it's persona i'm like okay i really liked persona 4 i guess i'll see if i can tolerate this it's like actually yeah i can you know that okay there's there's stuff about idols and stuff in it it's not the majority of the game the most most of the game is dungeon crawling and storytelling and the combat style is very similar to persona there's some really cool combos you know it's basically persona with fire emblem characters in it for all intents and purposes. Right. Even the UI is very Persona-esque. The storyline is about some sort of otherworldly invading force and the value of friendship coming together with different people to beat it and all this shit, which is pretty much what Persona was. I don't know if there's much, like, I don't think there's any, like, social link stuff in it like Persona had. I mean, I've been talking to the different characters and you actually have a, a phone and you can use that phone on your gamepad. So when a message comes in, you look at the gamepad and you get like a text message. It's like an instant messenger. Oh, wow, that's
1: interesting. That's oh, pretty yeah, neat. That's cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. That, that was one of the most clever ways to use that gamepad I've seen in a long time. It was unfortunately, that's, it's not very good for streaming. It's hard to get that on yeah. to capture that, unfortunately.
0: Yes, uh, no doubt about that. Uh, but I, I thought it was a very interesting way of doing it. And so far, the characters haven't been too obnoxious. I mean, I've had no problem with them so far. I'm waiting to find out what the silly mascot character is, assuming the game has one. I assume it does. I know mean, Persona <laughs> games kind of do, but the battle system is really solid. The dungeon crawling is is very Persona, very JRPG. The uh, it's surprisingly impressive looking. I gotta say, like it, the art style is really great. I mean, Persona's always had this really killer UI, very stylish. This game's got that too, and I dug that a lot soundtrack is well if you don't like j-pop you might maybe want to turn it down a bit and i'm not the biggest fan of j-pop but the overall game seems pretty solid actually in terms of a persona like jrpg i'm actually quite surprised by it so far i'm enjoying myself
2: hmm. yeah i played it for a couple hours uh like a week ago and it definitely it brought a lot of memories back of persona 4 It had a lot of those the combat styles the dungeon layouts are very similar uh but yeah i the no the no english voice acting I, i'm a dub person i have to i like to have dubs ah. and they they cut the budget and they didn't do the english voice acting for this game because they thought it was coming out in wii u there wasn't going to be enough sales to justify it um but yeah I, I i love the combat it's very good i like the new uh combo system where if you right attacks all your team members will attack at the same time
0: that, that uh, looks great when it happens as well oh it's yeah like everyone it's just satisfying. fucking beats the shit out of them it's like <laughs> that which is again quite persona-esque you could have those uh, team-based attacks too yeah is,
1: uh, persona 5 is now early 2017 yeah is that
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah i believe it's valentine's day if i remember correctly
0: yeah. <laughs> that means like someone's gonna get horribly murdered i guarantee that <laughs> that uh, I mean, they can take all the time they need with that game. Uh, Persona 4 Golden was... I mean, I think it may, outside of Dragon Quest 8, be the only JRPG I've ever played from start to finish. And I mean, that game took me like 100 or so hours to get the true ending in as well. Yeah. That takes... The, the game's going to be pretty fucking good to get me engaged that much, especially in a JRPG. Uh, so take all the time they need with Persona 5. Don't fuck it up. It looks like... Stylistically, it looks godlike right now. Hopefully, mm. it continues to be to be great.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Oh, yeah. man. I'm so far, talking
0: it. Mirage, is pretty good. Um, it's, you know, it's something on Wii U. It's got almost universally good reviews from most people. It's just a really, seems like a really solid JRPG, from what I can tell. That's cool. Anyone else got anything else we have been playing this week?
1: I'm trying to think. I don't think
0: so. I don't
1: think so either.
0: I, mm-hmm. I played a bit more Dirty Bomb. I decided to go back to that. I played a bunch of that like last oh, year. Oh, yeah. Did you say um, that
1: they improved it? Or...
0: Um, in places, yeah. It's yeah. it's coming along quite slowly. I mean, they claim it's still in beta, but honestly, like anything that's got a microtransaction store is not in beta anymore, in my eyes. But it's they, they've made it a bit easier to get the loadout cards. So the way that, that game worked is you've got characters which can be unlocked, and it's a free-to-play game. So it's not like Overwatch where all the characters are unlocked from the start. Admittedly, a lot of the characters' roles do overlap somewhat. Like, it's, it's very much not extreme. Like, there are characters that have the same guns and stuff like that. And pretty much everyone is combat capable to some degree. But in that game, when you unlock a character, you can also get loadout cards which change the weapons that they've got and also give them a couple of little passive perks that help your character out a little bit. And those loadout cards can be acquired through equipment cases which you get free during a match, but they're random. So you have to either get them randomly or you have to buy them you can buy a specific one for either in-game credits or real money so if it's like all right i want this guy with these weapons with these perks you can do that or you you had to do this really annoying wonky crafting thing which was like you gotta break down all these cards and build them up into new random cards it made that a lot easier now so it's not as fucking fiddly Uh, So that helps a bit. Uh, They're giving a lot more rewards for the next few weeks as well, which is nice. You're getting, like, cases every day for unlocks and shit. Um, They've added a new map, which I'm not the biggest fan of, mostly because I have no idea where the fuck I'm supposed to be going in it. I guess because I played those same five maps, like, for 70 hours, so I kind of know them pretty well. And I was like, here's a new map. I'm like, no, no, I don't know where anything is now. Turn around the corner someone shot me because I didn't know that that was a place that they could be. I'm like, ah, goddammit but it's coming along. It's still got a solid player base. It took a hit when Overwatch came out, but it's still, it's stabilized mm. around, I think, uh, 4,000 or 5,000 concurrents. So it's actually still a pretty healthy game. And they've also got a lot of a handle on the hacking problem they used to have with that. They put a mm. new anti-cheat in. I used to run into hackers on a regular basis, aimbotting. Now, not so much. I don't actually think I've run into one since it came back. So yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad time to dip back into it. It's still a fun game. I think it's the game that I play after I've been playing too much overwatch and I'm just sick of people not pushing the objective or not doing the right thing or having the wrong composition. Cause in a game like that, it's like, yeah, you can totally kill five or six people like from a distance. Cause everyone has pretty effective guns. I was like, Oh, I'm playing mercy. I'm not killing my entire, I'm not killing their entire team. Then, you know, there's, there aren't many characters in that game that are hard counters. In fact, I don't think there are really any that are hard counters to other characters. Yeah. They're all very much soft counters. So it feels a bit more focused on your individual skill, whereas Overwatch is more, this is a team effort kind of thing. So I play that game to cool down from a bad session of Overwatch. Works pretty well. And of course, I'm sure we've still been playing Overwatch.
1: Yeah. New character!
3: Anna! Anna? (laughs) You mean mean Nana Mamari, because she's the new mom?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm making it happen.
3: I'm making it happen.
1: Sweet grandma. Look, I'm just yeah. saying, I'm going to have a Jesse moment right now. Jesse always likes to throw back to statements that he made a long time ago and be like, I was right, or "or this actually happened. For me, it was I kept saying, God, I just really want there to be an old lady hero. I just want an old woman hero. And we fucking got her, man. I'm so jazzed. Uh,
3: Yeah. I mean, I have already announced this. I'll announce it again. I again um cash prize i'm not saying how much probably not a lot cash prize to any parents who go to blizzcon as anna and 76 with a junk rat and diva kids on leashes (laughs) cash prize cash prize i want to see that so badly oh my god make that meme a reality for me
1: i want to see an anna and a farah walking around mom and daughter i think that would be awesome
0: I'm more excited about Zenyatta getting a buff and not being shit anymore. That'll that'll be nice. That's
3: nice. Yeah, it's nice that they finally made him not awful.
1: It's weird because I feel like, depending on who you are, people have either been saying, Ugh, he doesn't need a buff. If he has any kind of a buff, he'll suddenly be OP. (laughs) Or, people who actually play him, like me, being like, But everybody kills me so easy!
0: I don't think anyone that follows the competitive scene can realistically say that he didn't. He's
1: never life. picked. He's not on any competitive team. No, because he,
0: he has like, no reliable sign. escape. He has 150 HP, and his ultimate is counterintuitive to what how you're actually supposed to play him, which is at a distance. Yeah. I mean, it, it, some people have said he's strictly worse than Mercy. You know, even though it's like, oh, well, he has high DPS. Well, that doesn't fucking matter if you made a paper and you have to get in that close and not to mention the healing orbs are pain in the ass like oh went out line of sight fuck well healing all orbs are, off now you know
3: those orbs are, are awful if i get hit by an orb i'm like i'm just gonna go around this corner for three seconds oops i'm not i'm not uh debuffed anymore
0: that's cool. the problem
1: mm. yeah the debuff is like pointless unless you're trapped somewhere right
0: yeah and if you're trapped somewhere well i mean the chances are you, that guy's just gonna turn around and fucking murder you anyway it's just yeah i i He he's the only healer that i like playing You know, and I don't really count Symmetra as a healer because she doesn't actually heal anything. And I'm happy that they're bringing a new support class in because, I mean, I find Lucio to be dull to play, mostly because it's like, oh, well, the heal's passive, so I just kind of, I guess I skate around the walls in circles then and try not to die. Really, Uh, yeah. And Mercy's just like, well, i hold down left mouse button for a while. Uh, That's, I mean, that to me isn't engaging gameplay. And Symmetra... I think Mercy,
1: the only way that Mercy is useful right now is as Battle Mercy. Like, you have to be playing Battle Mercy and swapping...
0: I mean right now Well I mean Mer- as, Mercy's like, like know, top tier, yeah, great com- a great player. I have a great uh, yeah. character. She's almost essential in competitive play, right? Yeah. I see a lot good? of
3: Lucio Mercy comps where it's, they have both of them and they just are unkillable
0: as a team. That's, yeah. you
3: know, then you have to like, all right, how do we counter this bullshit? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean the res is just so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and it seems to me that like you can definitely switch between the healing and the damage but I, if it seems like healing is more overvalued in overwatch than a damage boost is you know because like i think it mostly because like oh this guy's getting healed when i can open i can empty my magazine into him and he's not dead yet well shit i'm reloading and taking a bunch of damage in the process you know you can out heal it just go around a corner it's like oh he's back at full hp again you know what the we fuck gotcha. am i gonna do about that
3: I saw an amazing, uh, it might have been one that Krendo and I were playing. It was the other team's Mercy play of the game. We couldn't figure out why, and we got to see the video. And it was amazing, because what happened was the other team rushed in on the point, and we used all of our alts to kill them. Mercy, from her point of view, literally stood behind a wall, waited until they all rushed in and died, came around the wall, res them all, uh-huh. and was like, Use fire ults, bitches. We we're like, yep.
1: that's genius. That's why she's so
0: good. Yeah, uh, mercy like, oh, is top they tier. they so
1: coordinated. Yeah. But you do have to know when when to just like stay out of the battle yes. so that you can be useful. And I totally. think sometimes that goes against like your urges to be useful to the team. Is like, but if I'm not in the battle, if I'm not like helping them right now, then I'm not being a good healer. But it's like sometimes you have to just like hold back for a second so that you can have that that yeah. comeback, you
0: know. Because the ulti is literally a game winner, you know, it, it's that yeah. important, especially if, you know, if your opponent's team just burned a bunch of alts and that's like, yeah. well, okay, everyone's back up again. So like, Jesus, okay. You know, it's, it's, that's why she's so good, I think. But I just, I don't really enjoy playing most of the healer classes, but they're buffing the one that I do and they're adding a new one who sounds really interesting. She's a, a sniper healer. So it's yeah. like, you got to aim to heal. I dig that. That sounds interesting. I
3: like I that, that she can, can put she people stay to sleep. In the back. She can be way far back and keep yeah. healing you. The only problem is
1: if you suck at targeting. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, yeah, if you can't I'm aim. I'm a
1: terrible sniper, so it's not what I should be doing ever. But I'm excited for her to exist in the world. <laughs> yeah.
0: She sounds like someone I would play, you know, because like, I'd feel pretty good about uh, picking off those, you know, getting those clutch heals uh, from a distance. That sounds really good. Her ultimate sounds really powerful because, again, it, it screws over heals you know it, it it stops your opponents getting healed for a few seconds and all the healing sources actually go to your teammates so it's like mm-hmm. that that's a game changer and as i say she's got that uh that sleep thing which is neat so she's yeah, got that's, a that's an escape a thing.
3: everyone i talked to who's art, i guess after e3 uh blizzard had some people down to play it uh to play her so i think everyone who played her is under the same impression that she bases the exact same counters as Widowmaker though so if you're like how do you stop this literally it's the exact same like counters to stop her
0: so yeah she'll be made of paper you fucking get behind her with Reaper or whatever just fucking blow it up
3: yeah which is great good for the game good for the game continuing to be like there's always a way to just murder someone down (laughs) keep
0: it up yeah, some yeah. people are saying apparently i got the abilities mixed up apparently the grenade is not her ultimate um her ultimate's actually like a, a team-based buff which it's sounds a
1: super buff on one person right it's okay the, that's what uh, it the, is the, right. the, what the hell is that damn
3: thing called that she says it in the trailer she's like gives them nano machines <gasps> can we get a nano machine son? nano machine
2: son yeah. Yeah. <laughs> metal gear crossover
4: yeah oh, i'd man, kill for I'd... that
0: I, yeah, yeah it's totally called great. nano boost yeah Kind of surprised that that is the ultimate and not the biotic grenade was like, wow, gets rid of healing? Like, that sounds like an ultimate to me. That sounds like ultimate level strength, but I guess apparently not. Mm. Yeah. Nano Fair boost. Son. Yeah. Yeah, so nano boost is a, they get, they take less damage, they move faster and they deal more damage. Yeah. So it's like what most you can do, except you don't have to be stuck to them and oh, it's an ulti yeah. that you can't do all the time. So a bit of a, a variance. Yo,
3: nano boost on a mercy-powered Genji. What would that even look like? Oh god.
2: Oh
0: god. Oh, god. god help uh, us. That is bladder. everything on the entire map dies immediately despite <laughs> where he actually is. Doesn't matter. He's yeah. at spawn. <laughs> he's like, you to the and then everyone just falls over. It's like all right, cool. A
3: black hole forms and sucks the map in and everyone
0: <laughs> It's actually just it, the game ends and it's instant play of the game for Genji. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the match doesn't even have to get over. You know, that's their way to solve the overtime problem. They literally just make the game end immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect
1: do we know if um her uh her sleep isn't a snipe though right it's like no that's another it's, thing she it's a
0: sidearm so you can you draw some like little pistol thing and go bop yeah so it's not a snipe now god that would be awful if it was a snipe
1: i feel like that would oh, suck god. yeah just it's like, like <laughs> suddenly fall asleep and be like no <laughs>
0: oh jesus yeah i mean either you, you do that to the fucking bastion or you do that to the mercy at the back and like jesus that would be ridiculous yeah, it's a pistol for kind of short range oh fuck there's a McCree behind me bop run away
3: right. mm-hmm. uh, I feel like McCree could also still counter that though if
0: you
1: can get that,
3: that
0: well if you flashbang her first yeah. then she's dead yeah
1: Yeah.
0: so yeah, you've got, like you got you just gotta be away quick away
1: with it yes yeah, she it's has like an escape
0: nice which visual... is more like safe as in the other yeah exactly so that works
1: oh
3: I wonder if that's a good like I accidentally stumbled upon this bastion sleep I'm gonna walk away now
0: <laughs> hey guys found this new bastion linked up in the description for those who want to check them out oh, <laughs> that joke's never gonna get old by the way i'm gonna run the shit into the ground
3: could you sleep a turret i know you can't do a lot of shit to the to the Torbjorn turrets in this uh, game could you sleep a turret
1: i guess we'll find out right yeah.
3: the first person who tries and gets murdered just like every other person's like i wonder if i can do this to a turret and they're instantly <laughs> gunned down you're like <laughs> nope <laughs> can't do that
0: oh never Turns out mind you no. Too bad. oh dear yeah, I'm still playing that game on a daily basis. Just a couple of sessions here and there. Still got no interest in competitive. I got to the level I need for competitive. I'm like, yeah, don't, don't care. I don't want to play Overwatch for 45 minutes at a time or whatever, or even 30. Just like, 10 yeah. minutes is good. I do a sesh, I leave. I don't care about the result. I don't care about the people that were there. That was it. That's good for me. That works.
3: I think it's starting to like progressively even out where the super mega like, I must be the best, have now gone off to a different world. They're doing their thing at like this seventy plus area and being fifty has never felt better. I'm enjoying myself. It is great. Being Strongly disagree.
0: I'm getting matched up against guys who are like either I I was matched up against two guys that were double prestige yesterday. I was like, How the fuck have you put in this many hours already?
1: What? Come on, man. Yeah, the enemy
0: team was like all nineties. I'm like, Well, this will be interesting. I guess I'm gonna play the lowest skill kept character I could find and hope for the best. (laughs) Mm Uh, I don't, I assume they use some sort of hidden MMR or whatever, but you know, and, and I know that levels don't mean skill, but it does mean playtime. So yeah. it's like, these guys have put yeah. a lot of hours in. Fuck.
3: Yeah. Pretty much. That's across the board. Everyone said so far, they just don't know. There's no transparency on why you're matched no. where you're at or where you're placed, where you're at. Hopefully season two will be based off season one. So it won't be an issue. But I was like, I have no, I can't tell you why I played the exact same games with Grendor and Gmart and it was six levels below them i i don't know i don't know what i did differently i was healing is that why like there's i have no i can't tell you what yeah.
0: the difference was so I'll, I'll tell you a game that is, is weirdly enough a blizzard game is taking the opposite approach starcraft 2 i believe today is releasing finally its grand ladder revamp mm. which is a huge mm. rework of the way the now? matchmaking works in that game yeah Her
1: yeah, and- yeah.
0: Hmm. Absolutely, and they've got full transparency. They're going to show full MMR. They're granulating. I uh, like the progression a lot. So it's kind of a bit like the way the league does it. Like there's various, like hey, like diamond one, diamond two, uh, kind of all that sort of stuff. You see exactly, you know, it's tr- they're being very transparent about your skill level and who you're getting matched up with. And it also has this really sick promotion animations now. So it's like, yeah, your little thing has a bunch of stars and explodes and shit. It's like there we go, I've got a reason to play again. But I, 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 what I've read about it, it sounds uh, really, really good. Actually, like they they've done a lot to just completely revamp the ladder, both on the high level and on the low level, which is awesome. Because I felt like they need to do both, really. Because the high level guys were like, Grandmaster League is shit. Basically, once you know, there's only there's only two hundred spots available in the Grandmaster League, which is where the pro guys are. So if you don't get in in the first like day you kind of can't get into Grandmaster at all despite how good you are they've now changed that so people are going to be demoted on like a daily basis so there's going to be constant motion and movement there's a bunch of tiers to all the different leagues so tier one tier two and tier three uh, for each league which is great you're going to be seeing uh relative uh, position to wh- who you're playing against and all that sort of thing so a lot a lot of like little changes that don't sound too important but a different distribution in terms of the player base's skill in terms of like the leagues that they're in and all that sort of thing so i'm i'm happy they've done that you know it's that game's still going really strong in terms of its multiplayer community they still have a lot of people playing multiplayer especially now the co-op modes got really really great they've added weekly mutators to the co-op a lot of people are really psyched about that so, yeah, the game uh, still seems to be going oh, pretty I strong. I tried honestly. that shit. The it's mutator, hard. I, I, it's fucking mean, difficult. Holy we fuck. We gave up
3: after like six minutes into the match. The guy messaged. "She's like, I don't think we're going to beat this. I was like, no, you're absolutely right. We yeah. just got our asses kicked.
0: Well, remember during the, uh, when we did the sponsored videos for that, when we're like, yeah, this is totally easy. We could totally do brutal mode. They took that feedback and said, Fuck Jesse Cox in particular and put the mutators in. So every week there's a different set of mutators you can get in the in the co-op mode. And the co-op mode is fucking awesome, by the way. By the way, yeah. sounds like I'm shilling because I fucking am. You can play that for free. Uh, you don't even need to pay for the game to play co-op. You just need the starter edition, which is free. So you get a friend, you play the co-op mode, which is a bunch of different missions, and they now have weekly mutators that make the game super fucking hard. So, yeah, so- you want to challenge yourself
3: perfect example one of the maps that the tb and i played was we had to go take and capture points but you both had to go together to capture them right well in the mutator mode that we had it was the enemy had its own spear of a dune and so what would ha- so which is a
0: giant I- fucking laser that comes from the sky and murders you by the way
3: so i am sitting here like oh well i'm a- i think i have like a level seven uh, uh i'm trying to think of uh, what her name is right now but the one where you can get your void race and so I'm like, oh, well, I'll just void ray the hell out of this. So I start making like a massive void ray army. We go to take one of these points, and it does a t- the game does time stop on my army. Spear of a Dune's that kills every single one. I was like, the whole lot out. <laughs> everything was dead. We could not from that. I could not take it because both teams have to be there. So I had no. I idea- like, oh, uh, okay. I guess I'll make one guy and send him. Like <laughs> we got totally effed. And I was like, oh yeah, no, this is. Much harder. This is-
0: <laughs> Wasn't there a week where they had giant invisible banelings that would just blow up your shit repeatedly? Like, it, it is... it's, it's, uh, You know, there's uh, different difficulties. There's uh, easy mode, normal, hard, and brutal. I call this dick mode, and it is fucking difficult. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, the game is too easy. Not anymore, bitches! There's a lot of that in there. Co-op mode's great in that game. It's totally worth checking out. Even if it's like, I've never played StarCraft before. It's like... Yeah, so you get a cut-down set of units, a bunch of cool abilities you can use, and you play with a friend, and you play these missions, and it's great. And it's fucking free! Go play it. It's fucking free. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> you can play Abatha, who's amazing. StarCraft's great. Watch my tournament in a couple of weeks on twitch.tv slash biscuit, New King of the Hill. It's going to be great. Let's take a break, and when we come back, I'm trying to think of what fucking news we're going to cover because, like, we just talked about the Overwatch thing. What the hell's happened this week? Some We're going to come up with something, right?
1: Evolve. We could. Evolve, yes. Evolve. I guess we're going to talk yeah, about evolve, evolve for an hour of some
0: shit. Sure. I don't know. Oh, God. All right. Well, you're watching the Corruptional Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back after the break with yet more talking about things. Talking about things. Talking about them things. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-optional Podcast. Those asking what the music is during the break, uh, the fucking Fury soundtrack, pretty much all day, every day at this point. I don't think I found a a soundtrack this year that I've enjoyed more than this one. It's that fucking good. And everyone's. Are you being I mean, so you Oh, being, there you go. I was like, this? are you being silent yeah. on purpose or did shit break again? No, all right, I cool. Cool.
3: We already established it was good I didn't know we need to affirm
0: it. You need to affirm it multiple <laughs> fucking I times. I was eating
1: nudes, sick nudes in my She's mouth. Slooping nudes, y'all. I was slooping nudes. nudes. Slooping nudes, what? Want to talk about Evolve?
0: Um, Am I out of touch? No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> you and your weird <laughs> phrases and colloquial nonsense in your local I'm sports teams. The Ugh. sick nudes. I ignore the fact Jesse's older than me. How old are you, Dan? I'm curious.
2: I just turned 30.
0: He's younger than me, about two years. There you
1: go. I'm right behind you, Dan. And he still has more hair than
0: I do. Fuck. All right. (laughs) That's got a lid on it. What the fuck am I doing with my life? All right. (laughs) Let's talk about Evolve. So Evolve re-released itself as a free-to-play game. And they're calling it Evolve Stage 2. Only on PC. Only on PC, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bear in mind that prior to this, Evolve was dead as fuck. Like, dead as a dodo, more dead than Battleborn dead. Dead, dead, dead. It launched really well. A lot of people played it, a lot of people streamed it. After about two weeks, everybody fucking stopped. And almost nobody was playing that game. Of course, now it's got free-to-play, a bunch of people are playing again. Of course they are, predictably. The thing is, that's not all they did. Like, they didn't just say, hey, we're making it free-to-play. They actually changed a bunch of shit. They remodeled a lot of the classes, and they made it so that the game is a lot more aggressive now. It's a lot less hide-and-seek, which I found to be kind of interesting. Uh, Dan, were you part of the wave of people that were playing that around launch on Twitch? Because almost everybody was playing it for like a week on Twitch when it came out.
2: Yeah, I I played it right away, um, like everyone else, and... I got kind of bored because I felt like there wasn't that much content in it. No, like, there wasn't. There was only a handful of monsters and a handful of different hunters and that was it and it, I felt like and they wanted you buy a season pass to get a few more and then another season pass to get a few more on top of that. I and
1: think it, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of bad vibes coming from the way that they handled their DLC that also sort of tanked it.
0: That yeah. absolutely was. Um I mean it was some of it was unfortunate um because I think that A lot of people got very angry about the launch DLC that was actually nothing but a bunch of skins. Like, it wasn't even important. The the issue was not that. It was the fucking double season pass setup that they had with it. It's like, there was a hunter pass and a monster pass. It was like, fuck, man. I don't even know if I like the game yet, and you're trying to sell me all this shit? You know, I don't even know if the game's going to be around in six months. And as it turns out, it wasn't, you know? But I I didn't even play when they brought the fourth monster out. Like, I, I don't think anyone was playing by that point. Mm-mm. I don't even know what the fourth monster yeah, is. I didn't, I didn't even know care. What
3: I was about to say I don't <laughs> even know what it is.
0: Isn't there like five in it now? Like I think there's, I think there's like five monsters. I know that w- there was one called like the Goliath or something that they were putting in. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, gotta, I'm very honest, I just didn't pay much attention to it because like. It's as you were saying, Dan, that game seriously lacked content. Like, it had it had a couple of different game modes, but they weren't all that well fleshed out. Like, what you could do in each mode was very limited. Like, it almost felt to me like they should have taken all the game modes and mashed them into one game mode. So you had, like, a bunch of different sub-objectives and shit like that. Because, as it stood, it was just a glorified hide-and-seek. Which is kind of what I view Dead by Daylight as, but, you know, I, I, I have accepted that people are going to disagree with me on that game, and you know what, that's fine. But this game really was like, it's hide and seek. You're the monster. All right. Try not to get caught. Run around, eat shit. Get big. Get big enough to fight them. And of course, if you're the hunters, it's like, sprint, 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 just keep going and going and going. It's like, bloody hell. You know, can it's I not fight?
1: Thing, <clears throat> I think Dead by Daylight suffers from the same things as Evolve, but Dead by Daylight is very short in comparison. Yeah. as Evolve, dragged right like each game lasted so long and it was so much repetitive gameplay and it just wasn't active enough at all
0: yes and
2: that game had so many alphas and betas that pretty much was all of the game content it was for so much so long by the time it actually released i had already played everything and it was out of my system i was i was kind of bored of it by then because not much changed at launch
0: I completely agree and it, it was very weird to see that as well because I do remember playing the alpha I'm like wow this is a really solid foundation then it launches like this was all the game was wasn't it fuck uh right well I guess I played it for like a week and that was it you know uh, but I've got to be honest I'm a little intrigued now uh, apparently as I say it's much easier to catch the monster but the monster is more effective at all stages So, you know, the best bit of that game was fighting the fucking monster. But, of course, the way the game was supposed to play is the monster should never even let you fight him until he gets to stage three, at which point he fucking dominates you. Now, apparently, it's much easier to fight the monster and catch him because there's, like, a planet-wide scanner and all these other abilities. But it's also much easier to fight as the monster. You're a bit more effective. Apparently, attacks are more deadly. That's what I've heard so far. Has anyone had a chance to or any interest in playing it again?
1: I would be down to play with a group of friends, but I have no interest in queuing up Mm -hmm. just, like, to see how it is. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Yeah,
1: like, if a bunch of people were like, hey, we're going to go do this, I'd be like, all right, I'll give it a go. Let's all try out this thing that might still be a shit show. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) the situation I want to put myself in.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, at least it's free for the shit show now. I mean, they've made some changes, like right now all the content and it's free apparently they're implementing microtransaction your transaction system but it's not in it yet <laughs> so it's like go play now you literally get the whole fucking game for free apparently so like those that bought it previously are pretty pissed but simultaneously they now have a game with people in it which they didn't have before so that's a plus
1: are not they giving uh i don't even know what it means though they were like we're gonna give all of the people who bought it on pc a, f- a founder, uh, you're a founder now. Yes. And I was like, what does that mean, though? <laughs>
2: yeah, they didn't really clarify. I'm like, oh great, yay, yeah, founder. I'm a
0: founder.
1: I'm so honored, <laughs> I guess.
0: Yeah, they were, were going to give yeah. you a bunch of keys, which is supposedly unlocking at 3,000 silver keys, all past and future adaptations for previously owned Hunters and Monsters. Because they're going to do um variants on Monsters and Hunters now. So it's like, it's the same dude, but he's got different stats, which I, I, I'm a fucking I like sucker that. for variance of anything. Put variance in every game ever. I love that. It's just like, I love this character, but what if this thing was slightly different? And the game is like, here you go. I'm like, that is great. I love you now. Um, <laughs> and anything that you own previously will be carried over, apparently, if you own Hunters, Monsters, and Skins will be carried over, which I fucking okay. well hope so. And there are animated badges for Founders. I can understand that if you paid a bunch of money especially if you got the PC Monster Race edition on launch. Uh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but simultaneously, I think that's that's a giant warning to not buy some giant ass season pass big special edition of a multiplayer only game that has a this really is such cool a concept
1: point situation. It really is.
0: Mm-hmm. It's the showpiece for this. I, th- I feel Battleborn might become that, but Battleborn still has a single player and it still has co-op. This was multiplayer only. You know, if it, if the player base dies for that game, you're utterly fucked. And people were after about a month. That game's player base. I've never seen a player base of a AAA game dive that fast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Insane. Just uh. bonkers.
2: And there's just no reason to ever buy a season pass at launch. They're no. not going to run out of them. They're, no, they're, they're not. They're going to sell at that discount price for months on end. So yeah. there's really zero reason to invest your money right away.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Be careful with games like that. I'm glad it's back, though. I, I just, I'm actually kind of surprised that they even bothered. To, to me, it's just like, eat your losses, make your next game. But yeah, they seem not. like they really give a fuck about this game.
1: I feel like they put a lot of effort into it, and they're also seeing that people are still interested in asymmetric games. Yes. They they still are interested in that style of game and having it be perfected by somebody. Yeah. So why not, like they already sunk so much money into it. Why not just adjust it and see how it does? Try it
0: again. Yeah. So far, so good with it. We'll see whether or not it... What I'm going to be very interested in is can it maintain its player base? because obviously right. right now super popular people but people
1: stick around yeah
0: yeah mm. but ultimately they gave they just gave you the whole game for free so i mean it's understandable but it's so it, it kind of it, as much of a shit show as that game was on launch this still makes me kind of happy because it mm. had so much potential and i love different ideas for multiplayer especially asymmetric stuff a lot of companies didn't take the risk with that in the past because they're like, well, people will get upset if everyone's not equally balanced. And now we've got to the point where it's like, actually, no, they won't. And it's actually cool to have a team of weaker dudes versus a more powerful dude that have to work together to take it down. I love that feeling. That sounds, yeah. that feels great. It's just Evolve didn't have anywhere near enough in it on launch to keep people playing that mode. So if this game comes back, great. I mean, I, I want to try it again because it sounds like they may have fixed some of the problems I had with it in the first place, which was the hide-and-seek bullshit that, that spent, you know, that it took so so fucking long. Yeah. So they made, they made some major changes to, to the way that it works. Um, the mobile arena is now a shared ability that always centers on the monster, so you can't fuck it up. And all four hunter classes have are apparently more easily accessible and have better team synergy. Um, the trappers have what's called a planet scanner that tells the hunters generally the direction where the monster is on the map.
1: That's so, nice. Yeah. So
0: that's the, the hide and seek shit is way less of an issue now because they can use the planet scanner. And it's like, he's that way. It's like, okay, cool. Um, all hunters have a passive health regeneration that automatically heals players when they're not taking damage. So uh, bad medics aren't as much of a problem to the team. There's a, Everyone has a personal shield now. All monsters have more health and start with more skill points. You can start all four abilities at the start right. of the match. Mm that's That's much more interesting yeah yeah instead of like i'm gonna hide for 10 minutes until i eventually get my full skill set no go fucking kill him get him
1: you got them all just get him yeah Yeah. i love monster man do it do the thing
0: you shouldn't be as the monster being a pussy for like 10 minutes hiding Yeah. yeah yeah
1: that didn't make any sense to me
0: no it didn't absolutely uh so this is this is really cool actually you know i I'm not going to be so cynical about it. I I love it when games come back from the dead. I've always said, you know, it's great to give a game another shot if it deserves it, if it's done what it needs to earn it. Totally. I hope it happens to Battleborn in a year because I, that game is obviously having problems. I was problems. literally
1: just yeah. thinking about Battleborn yeah. and how bad I feel for that game. And
0: it's sad because they cleaned up a lot of the visuals in a recent patch and it's a lot better now, but there's not that many players anymore, which makes matchmaking more difficult. I'm like, Oh dear. It's hopefully that game eventually goes free to play and comes back in a big way. And because I think that game's really solid. I I love my time with Battleborn, but there's just not that many people playing it anymore. And it died off real quick. So it's interesting to see a change in business model be potentially the thing which can resurrect a game like that.
3: It's uh, free to play has done that for a lot of games and uh, you know, it's, something that i'm i'm not sure as a company i mean we even saw with uh what was, was it guild wars it was some game that we were talking about where literally they went free to play and, and it's like
2: old republic yeah, yeah it old was, Republic. It was, it, was,
3: mm-hmm. it was one of them they went free to play and like the amount of people playing and the amount of money they earned as a company skyrocketed yes yeah and and it's just one of those things where uh, uh yeah i guess it's you first have to admit that you kind of screwed up yeah and it was a failure and then be like we are going to go free-to-play and take that chance. But I know a lot of companies will never do
0: WildStar, Wild that. Star, I think, you know, was also a very recent example of something that did uh, that.
3: Yeah. And here's the thing. Krendor and I, we were totally paid to go back and play the game again. But we were like, they were like, hey, we will give you money to go play this game again. Try it out, please. It's actually way better than it was before. Like, yeah, I don't of course know, it is. It's it like light years ahead of what it was at launch, which is just something that we did not expect and when we were done we were like holy shit that was super effing fun and yeah it's i guess when people decide to have a new outlook on on their game and are like maybe we should try something differently
1: yeah it actually work that's one of the reasons why i was so happy when steam changed the way that the reviews work that yes. you can put it in order by most recent reviews because games definitely you know come back from the dead in a big way with like a huge overhaul. And if you're looking at the, the user reviews just overall and it's negative, but the user reviews from the last month or so are all really positive. It's like, I need to be able to see that. Right. So I thought it was so smart when they finally did that.
3: Yeah. I I, I think it's interesting. I think the big inherent problem with all of it is though, a game has that initial launch. And then even if they have that comeback as Free to play. It's very rare because between the time that they launched and the time they decided, well, we have to go free to play, a bajillion more games have come out, and so capturing an audience again is so tough. And so the few that do it, I think, are are awesome, and more power to them because that's probably the hardest thing in the world to do. So, congrats to those guys who have done it so far, mm. and let's let's see what happens with Evolve. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I have personally, me, the life to like a time in my life to go back and play but you know if it's something that people are into then I'll
0: dive into a few rounds why not you know yeah it's like mm-hmm. it's not like uh, committing to an MMO again you know what's interesting actually is that the the games that have mostly succeeded doing this are MMOs that yep. have switched from sub to free to play uh d i remember ddo doing it and ddo has a very special DDO place in my heart really
1: fun. it yeah. was so
0: unique and it still is so fucking unique you know uh, amongst mmos ddo is very different i should play ddo again I gotta get my bard out again. Walk
3: away. Walk away. Don't. Do I was it. just
0: I, nope. I just I playing my songs. I I was just I was the guitar guy in the background. I was like, yeah. And everyone was like yeah. I'm gonna attack it. All your attacks are dice rolls. You literally see the dice rolls. There's a fucking dungeon master that narrates your shit. There's traps, and then the dungeon master's like, there's a trap around that corner. It's like I don't <laughs> believe you. Oh fuck. Uh, yeah, there was that game had all sorts of because the uh, Lord of the Rings Online is still alive because of free to play That's what I was thinking about Lord of the Rings Online sucked as a
3: paid game. free to play started blowing up. like that's yeah, man, I remember when that happened. yeah, oh, that's so cool.
0: Yeah, because it was like you can't be a subscription based game anymore because Wow has all the subs. So uh, mm-hmm. people are like, well, fuck, let's go free to play. And for most MMOs because there aren't actually that many MMOs competing with them, it works you know there's not like 500 mmos coming out in the time between the two whereas with a game like evolve it's like well people could go back to evolve but there's still all these other shooters and overwatch and all that other shit that's dominating the market now whereas with mmos like these games are big and expensive and i feel like it's very developers definitely don't want to abandon mmos because they put a lot of money into them and a lot of time and work
2: yeah, all these companies want to try to get that guaranteed income that WoW gets with their subscription based, but when you release a brand new MMO at the same subscription price as WoW, you're competing against them and you're going against eight plus years of development time totally. versus your brand new game and just you're just going to lose every time if you yeah, try that.
0: You don't have what they do. You know, it was a that was one of the things with Wildstar when that came out. The Wildstar build itself it was like you, you remember those 40 man raids in WoW vanilla, we're going to do that again. It's like Okay, I mean, to some degree, I I find that appealing, uh, and then I rapidly realize I don't have the time for this shit anymore. I used to when I was eighteen, but not anymore now. But then I was like, "Well, hang on a minute." The problem is that Wow I had a bunch of raids, and you don't have that many because you don't have like that as many developer, uh, you know, as many as much uh, words, sentences. What the fuck? As as much development time behind it. Welcome so, to
3: my world, TB. Now you <laughs> have
1: to talk with me. Words.
0: I don't... word solid and blah, blah, blah. Just, they just keep coming out i'm not thinking about them they just
1: yeah i'm trying to think there's wow and there's final fantasy 14 what other mmos are like really successful with a subscription right now oh
3: well i mean think about it final, uh, final fantasy Fort final fantasy has the final fantasy name slash player base and warcraft has the warcraft name. and i feel like all the other ones try to do the exact same thing but the audience for those things like star wars isn't an, isn't like a computer game audience lord of the rings isn't a computer game like it's it's a weird yeah. kind of like final fantasy is a gamer audience gamers are gonna be like yo i want that the want to commit to it yeah warcraft comes from that like eve
0: eve yeah. that's eve. that's the big one yeah, yeah. that's still very mm-hmm. successful as a subscription based game but eve is a very specialist audience like there's nothing like eve you know, so people are willing to pay to experience what Eve has to offer. The problem yeah. is like there's a lot like your generic MMO. You know, I think of like games like Rift and how similar it was to WoW, down to the point that I when I first started playing Rift, I started playing a mage and the fire tree was literally the same as the WoW one. They just renamed the abilities. And KOTOR, same shit with KOTOR as well. It's like, yeah, yeah that I remember that from WoW, that from WoW, that from WoW. Um, so it was so hard to differentiate at I- there was, um, there was a really interesting question that was asked to me in uh, a Q&A that I did last week where this, this guy's like, I play a game called iRacing, and that's not an MMO, but you pay a sub fee to play iRacing. And it's like, and people pay it gladly. And they're like, well, the reason is because that is a really specialist game. Like, it's a top tier simulator racing game. So th- those who want that experience can't find it anywhere else, so they'll pay a premium. what you know, everyone mocks Train Simulator having thousands of dollars of DLC. Guess what? they're super fucking successful because yeah. it's the best of the best of the best of that one specific niche and people are willing to pay Boku for that. They're willing to pay premium.
4: I don't get, you get it. For that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you love, I mean, I mean, think about like how expensive it actually is to like do a real like a uh, train set, like collect a really like high-end train set. It's really expensive. So, you know, getting a, a train simulator is actually like compared to that quite good value. If you think about it, you know, video games are surprisingly cheap. People keep forgetting that compared to a lot of other hobbies. I was looking at, um, I think it was something that Polaris promoted a while ago, which is this little, like, uh, you remember Scalextric from a while ago? Actually, you're American. You probably don't. Uh, I mean, the on- slot-
3: yeah. the Onky Drive?
0: Yes, slot Honky. car racing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, drive? it was
0: called. Yeah, the Onky Drive. I was looking at that. It's like, that's cool. That reminds me of my childhood. It's like, oh, cool. It's, it's much more advanced version of slot car racing. I looked at the prices and it was like, Hobbies that aren't video games are quite expensive. (laughs) It's like, I'd spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on a great setup for this. And people complain about $60 video games. Warhammer. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Fucking Warhammer.
1: Where'd all my money go? Oh, into those fucking figurines.
0: (laughs) Did did I spend $850 on one model that I never assembled? Yes. (laughs) Warhammer, ladies and gentlemen, Warhammer, Warhammer. do I have thousands of dollars of fucking fake Star Trek ships on my shelves? Yes. Yes, I I do.
3: I love the did not assemble part. Like you got it. It was too
0: complicated. I couldn't do it. I I would break it. I was scared to break it. It was still in bags. I had a fucking Chaos Warhound Titan. We'll do that for you. It's like, yeah,
1: I I probably spent around. But that's more money. That's more
0: money. Maybe it's like this. This is a forty-five-dollar fucking ship for the X-Men miniatures game. You're complaining about the price of video games? This is a hunk of fucking plastic. It doesn't do anything.
2: Yeah, look at even like Lego models. Yeah, the big ones, hundreds of dollars for like a Death Star. It's incredible. And now I know my my parents wouldn't buy them for me as a kid. They're very expensive. Yeah, that'll
0: be why. It's yeah. Video games are comparatively pretty fucking cheap. It's a it's a cheap (laughs) hobby. You know, Mm. we should all be very grateful for that. Oh god. Magic the gathering. Don't even start me. No, I'm not getting back into that game again. Nope, not happening.
1: But you could just play the Magic the Gathering clut Oh wait. It's uh-huh. horse shit. It's Very
0: horse nice. shit. Yes. <laughs>
4: oh god. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Anyone else got any topics they want to throw into the ring? It's been like a surprise. We don't want to, we're not going to do the whole disclosure shit again. We've done that to death. And finally I literally reported on it 20 months ago. So, grats, rest the news for catching up with me. Jesus. It's like you're all staring at my ass because I'm so fucking far ahead of you.
1: So
3: so this, so the Shadows of Mortar thing is the same thing it was
0: yes. a while ago. Literally, yes. It's
1: just now actually a thing.
0: Yes. It's literally now the FTC has said yes, it was a thing. Don't do it again.
1: Literally,
3: yes, yeah. the thing
0: I reported on twenty months ago. Yeah, it's so fine. ass, though, at this point, you like know. I can't even, I can't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I know it happens. It seems to happen every fucking week. anyone else got any like news or anything they want to toss in? Anything they'd love to talk about? Anything that's burning on their brain right now? Oh, th- there was a uh, one little thing actually um, that's relevant to. Uh, Most of the people, actually, it's relevant to 50% of the people here. It's relevant to Dan and Dodger. Um, So they they announced that they're going to expand the Twitch cheering system so that now you can cheer individual players in eSports tournaments.
3: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
0: Which I think... the,
1: The idea being that overall you'd be able to go to a stream and cheer a specific person who's on that stream instead of the streamer.
0: Yeah, in, in, in certain supported tournaments. Mm-hmm. So like in the big major tournaments, they're going to have a list of people. Apparently, you can now cheer their players. Um, interesting. That could be interesting during stuff like Evo. I think that's, that's actually a really good use yeah. for the system.
2: Yeah, it would be an interesting way for people that are in the tournaments to make extra money, even if they don't win, from the cheering system. Kind of interesting concept.
0: So I worry I about point- yeah, they- it. Like
1: it's being tested out at Evo first. At Evo.
0: Yeah, Evo Evo's mm-hmm. going to be it. I want to point out, by the way, I did this three fucking years ago in Starcraft, so ahead of the game once again. But it's cool to see <laughs> you're it being
1: integrated.
0: I uh, just staring at my fine ass. I don't blame them, But uh, yeah. one way or the other, it it is a cool idea. I love the idea that you can just say, "Hey, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing." It's just, I think, if they integrate it into a lot of the smaller games, it's going to be really good. Because, I mean, it's stuff like, say, the CS:GO majors or the international. You know, those people are walking home with money anyway. But yeah. a lot of these smaller tournaments, some of these guys are paying to get there themselves. Well, um, Oh, they attributed the story. idea to me. I actually didn't know that. Did they? It's in the blog. It was inspired by me. Cool. Yay. I didn't read that. See, well, I, I'm not bragging. It was actually fucking true for once. You bastards. Hashtag humble brag. No, but I, think, <laughs> I, think,
3: I, think, I think that it's... I, I can't wait to see what it does. I made my day that, person. did. Like single person competition like Street Fighter or like Evo is the perfect testing ground. Cause I imagine it's much harder for like a five-man team or whatever to do some crazy stuff there. But can you imagine what would happen when people are like, Oh, I can get cheers for showmanship? The mm-hmm. entrance to events will be so crazy hype. I just I want that so badly. I want people to just we need more shirts off at Evo. We need more guys going crazy. I, I want it. I want it so badly. And I want everyone there to lose their mind. That'd be amazing. No one can hear you, Dodger. No. no we one still can
0: hear you. can't hear you. You're muted. She's,
3: she's just muted. She's just muted. And now she's doing weird voices.
0: <laughs> You're still muted. Still muted. Can't hear you. Yeah, you, you muted what yourself.
1: The fuck!
3: <laughs>
0: I thought it was like, uh, unless we cheer you, you're not coming back. <laughs> I
1: require cheers to be on this show. Thank you very much. I didn't say anything that mattered, so let's all move on.
0: <laughs> it's it, it, it's it's cool, you know. I think it's a nice it's a nice little bit of positivity. It's encouraging people to sort of appreciate uh, those that do really really cool shit. I think that's a good use for it. So hopefully they expand that to more. And I say I really hope that they try. I don't know how they're going to do that because I imagine like you, they have to individually implement that put, tournament, which sounds really fucking hard. I wonder if you're going to be able to maybe, as a tournament organizer, set that up in the Twitch backend at some point, like put in your player roster and set up like, you could cheer for all these people and these are the people who are going to play. I think that could be that could be really cool, especially for smaller tournaments, as I said, like, where people literally pay their own way to get there for smaller games. It would be so cool to be able to support them that way. So that's cool.
2: Like it. I, I could see them like in the future expanding this to like just everyone to where like if you're having a collab stream with other people people could cheer for people that are on your broadcast yeah. in the chat which would be a kind of an interesting idea
0: yeah it doesn't sound like it would be too hard to implement either it's something you do in the back end it reminds me of the way that uh youtube does its credit system now where you can upload a youtube video and you've got a, you can put um like producer actor and stuff in yeah. the in little boxes you could probably just do that with a stream it's like these are the people who are on uh do it for i'd say do it for all um awesome games done quick as well but like i think that's more of a charity event so i don't know if i'd necessarily want to be encouraging people to give money to this the person that was playing because i think they're all doing it for charity though but
1: totally yeah yeah
0: i think that's yeah that's pretty that's pretty cool i mean you could obviously just do like slash cheer and then the twitch username but what if they don't have one you know it's that's yeah it's got potential it's got potential to be, to be positive, I think. For sure. So that's mm-hmm. nice. We know
1: if cheering is going to be on all channels, like partnered or no.
0: Uh, Well, I got an email a couple of weeks ago that said they're so expanding the beta, but I don't know if it's going to be on all channels. I mean, I don't, for me, I've never taken donations and I don't really feel comfortable doing that because it's not really our business model. So, I mean, we've kind of said to Twitch that we want to opt out of it. I don't know if they're going to do opt-in or opt-out for it we just don't know at this point mm-hmm. i don't think twitch just, knows either
2: yeah i'm pretty sure that they want to make it so where you can there's going to be a page where you can turn it all any feature of it you want off or on mm-hmm. um they're already working on a dashboard where they can do this some things already so i'm sure they're yeah. going to have a option to disable it completely if people don't want it
1: yeah, I'm just wondering if non-partnered streamers would be able to benefit from cheering or no? Yeah,
2: that's the question. Is like, are they going? Is this a plan to roll out across Twitch, like sub subscriptions too, where everyone can have it regardless if they're a partner or not, yeah. or is it going to be partners only still?
0: Uh it's probably going to be partners only still because like the amount, the sheer number of people. Bear in mind, you've got to set up a payment system. You've got to put uh, sign all of the relevant tax forms for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. You've got to set up mm-hmm. payroll. I mean, people wonder, it's like, well, why don't partners have access right. to stuff? Because the sheer amount of people that actually stream on Twitch versus the number of partners is massive. And a lot of these people have one or two of viewers or whatever. If you had to set up tax forms and all, do all of this payroll on a year-by-year year basis for everybody, that would be a huge expense for Twitch. That's probably why it would be restricted to partners, but it's totally a thing that they really should roll out to everybody because it's hugely beneficial to people that make no money from ads or whatever, you know? But then again, yeah. you can still do PayPal donation for that. It's not like they're shut off from it. It's just a different system. Runs alongside it. As long as they yeah, don't turn so. around and ban PayPal, which they never will. That's never going to happen.
1: They won't.
2: That was the big conspiracy theory about cheering, was they're going to no. ban it. It was like, that's not never going to happen. Was, are
1: you they are kidding me? The
0: revolt they serve would be massive.
1: Yeah. They
0: They kind of do, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. In many ways, you know, and and, I, and I've ex- explained the sort of the economy between like a swarm of micro donations versus a couple of guys giving big donations. You know, there's there's a it actually expands the donation market, I think, rather than shrinks it. So I'm just yeah, it's like, cool like, that building. I, I'm in the
2: beta, and I, like I know a lot of people that have been cheering for me. Uh, normally don't do donations, so they don't like PayPal, yeah, and like Amazon and stuff. So like people that aren't donating before now are um with the business. So in yeah, my
1: chat. In my chat it feels more like it's a like a celebratory thing like if i achieve something in a game then it'll be like you did it and then yeah. a, a cheer happens in chat right as as like a just just something sort of special to throw into the chat ecosystem which i yeah. think is also one of the goals that they had so why yeah, right.
3: people uh, will only do it for me uh because they, they do it for me. They just show up and they're like, here, have money. And I'm like, wow, I didn't deserve that. And they're like, have more money. I'm like, but guys, that's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> they're just going to keep the That money. sounds right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I hear. That's what I've been told by the internet.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's, it's made it so easy just to throw a little bit of bits of people constantly throughout a whole stream yeah. versus always logging into PayPal and doing the donation thing.
0: Yeah, it it is a lot easier and it's more fun, you know. It, they gamified the system for a good reason, mm-hmm. so we'll see how it turns out. Um, I hope that so sort of the next uh wh- the next phase is that you can then do it to charities. That would be really cool. It's like oh, slash yeah. cheer charity water five thousand or whatever. That would be great. I'd love to see that.
2: That would be okay. awesome at AGDQ if they could. You could cheer towards the, the donation, yes. uh, towards the charity itself. That would bring yeah. in a lot more money, even.
0: It would. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me in any way if that happens in the next one. That seems like the logical next conclusion for it, mm-hmm. which will be good. All right, so we've got 15 minutes left of the show, which means that we're going to be discussing the upcoming releases that I, once again, am not sent to Dodger because I'm shit at my say. job.
3: Oh, uh, we didn't have time again for my article, that- TV. What article was that? Your article? My article, Japan's first virtual reality porn festival, cancelled due God. to overcrowding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel there's not a lot to discuss regarding that. Um, I, think... I just want to
3: keep bringing up every episode just to okay. remind
0: everyone this. Topic. That's fine. I, I accept that.
3: Just to remind everyone that was a thing that occurred and was reported around the
0: world. Uh... A giant event
2: where no one can come.
0: I knew we brought <laughs> you on the show for a reason.
1: Ah, thank you. No thank you problem, yes. Beautiful All right,
0: let us bring up steam and judge books by their covers, because that's what we do in this section of the show. All right, Today, here we go.
1: July 12th, we have a Pirates of the Polygon Sea.
3: What the shit? What is, is that? A <laughs> Never steam heard of that.
0: Book? Oh, you want to have heard mean. of most of these. Like, these are mostly Steam releases, and a lot of them are obscure as fuck. Uh, this actually looks pretty neat, surprisingly enough. It it looks a bit like Sid Meier's Pirates. It's like you explore the high seas, you go to ship, you go to towns, you trade. It's like a kind of top-down thing. You fight sea monsters. It's early access, uh, but I'm up for another Sid Meier's Pirates game. That hasn't mm-hmm. been a good pirate game in a while, so I'm cool with that.
1: Next up is... Tumblestone, which I actually know about.
0: I, I know uh, a bit too, so go for it. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a little it's a little tumbler puzzle game. I actually don't know how to explain this game, but it's very fun.
0: <laughs> it they claim to be the first original action puzzle game in the last fifteen years. Basically they mean that everything's been a match three up to this point. So yeah. they they've created something like that. It's also competitive, like apparently you can play it looks like you can play with up to four people. Mm-hmm. I, it has online multiplayer, local multiplayer, competitive bots, a story mode with a 40 hour campaign. Fuck me. Ow.
1: It's so fun though. I played against the dev and he obviously crushed me, but I was like, this is really fun.
0: (laughs) Ah, you know what's interesting about it? It has Mm -hmm. uh, two different price models. You can buy the multiplayer only version for nine bucks or the full game for 23. Interesting. And you can upgrade at any time. You know, that's neat. I wish more games did that. Yeah,
2: that that would be a great model for even AAA games like Call of Duty, where people just want the multiplayer.
0: Yeah, and they did that recently with the latest one. They did a, a starter pack, which was 19.99, and you could play the multiplayer. But you just didn't get the campaign. I don't think you got zombies yeah. either. I'm cool with that because I don't want the fucking campaign. It's bullshit. Oh, it is. <laughs>
3: online and local multiplayer, which is actually pretty great. That's nice. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. it's good that they
0: included that. Uh, this this looks pretty neat. Yeah, it's it, it's a different. It's a match three arcadey competitive game. I've heard a lot of good things. I actually have code for this, so I think I'm going to check it out in an after hour over the next couple of days. Next
1: Next up is called 90 Minute Fever.
0: I would be lying if I said I knew anything about that one. Uh, 90 90 Minute Fever. 90 Minute Fever. $6 on Steam. It is an accessible yet deep football management MMO with no pay to win, they claim.
4: Ah. (laughs)
0: Bear in mind, I know you guys are—you know—you're all from the continent. I understand, uh, but these games are fucking huge in Europe. Football, Football Manager is like the best-selling game in England, like every year, like it crushes everything. That's what Sam everything. was telling me. Yes. So uh, Not to have FIFA, a
1: it's football manager, that's yeah. where the real money is.
0: Yeah, the it's literally I the football it. manager game. Y'all mean soccer?
1: Wait,
3: wait. no,
0: no, we don't. <laughs> I'll talk about
1: soccer right
0: now. No, now I'm going to hit you with a shovel.
3: Do you play as a footballer in the game, or do you just manage
0: the team? You manage the team.
3: That says an awful lot about, I think, the British psyche in general. (laughs) It's just like I don't want to be on. I want to manage that team.
4: (laughs) Uh,
0: I love uh, that. I love that. It's it's D and D for sports fans. That's what it is. It's always been that, and you know, it's all people who fuck. It's people who play fantasy football taking to the next level of that. You know. Right.
1: Uh, right, The next. The next game is called Millet Ant, this and it's pun sucks. It's <laughs> it looks so weird. You play like armored up ants, and you kill other ants.
0: <laughs> ants with guns. Yeah, is, is what it is, and it's uh, called Millet Ant. At which point, I just want to find the devs and push them down a well for that. That's terrible. Uh,
1: the next game is called Witan. W I T A N.
0: Witan. Witan. What would you do if you're accused of being a witch? Uh, Um, Good question. I haven't thought about that. Old school RPG spelt with a K meets 3D walk slash runabout and some other stuff. Great game description there, Steam. Thank you for that. (laughs) Features. It's pretty brackets in a grim way.
4: What? I know.
0: I've just, I've noticed a tendency lately for really like shitty cheap games to have like, ha, our game description is a giant joke. He, 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 he. And it's like, that's not funny or useful. Yeah.
1: It's only, it only works if your game is also off the wall.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're obviously anyway. not. So go away. This next
1: game is called Intersection.
0: An interdimensional physics puzzle game where you exist in the intersection of two worlds and must manipulate them to bypass objects. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. I'm too stupid.
1: Uh the next one is called Anarcute. Oh. It's a rampaging riot simulator
0: with adorable
1: aesthetics with huge scale. Chaos. Yeah, yeah. all the animals are adorable.
0: This looks really fun. Uh so it reminds me a bit of Pikmin, I guess. You you assemble a mob. Of cute animals, and then you just riot and destroy the city.
4: Yeah, it, cute. that They're sounds fun. Cute.
0: Yeah, if you get if your mob gets big enough, you can literally destroy buildings with it. Like it, it sounds actually really fun. So I'm gonna give that a shot. Hope it's good.
1: Next game is called Rotgut. It's an action-packed platformer set in the 1920s Prohibition era.
0: It um, also know, literally looks like a Game Boy game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it looks.
0: Super old. Very 8 bit.
1: But it says very positive on it. It's Wait, got 88
0: it's- reviews on it, which for an obscure game like this is tricky. And it actually looks like it's not terrible. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Nice surprise. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Next.
1: Uh, The next game is called Depths of Dread.
0: Depths of Dread. It is. Uh, it looks like. Uh, very old dungeon crawler, type mm. old isometric-looking dungeon crawler. Looks ancient, frankly. Looks like something that was on DOS in like the nineties. Wow,
2: oh, yeah, that is old school looking. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: oh not my, my sort God. of thing. Got to admit.
1: This next game is called Nightlight, and it looks like it's trying oh. to be horror Minecraft. Ah,
0: it's another asset flip game, so. People buy, uh, there's companies that buy a bunch of assets off the Unity web store and literally uh-huh. just build a game out of it. I've seen a game that looks like this 5,000 fucking times. Yeah. It's just like, it's a zombie survival game, but it looks like Minecraft because I literally bought all the assets off the Unity store and didn't do a thing original myself. There are so many of these fucking things. <laughs> so many. They're all the same and they're all shit. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah.
1: Next up is called Push
0: the Crate You know I'm going to go out on a limb here And assume that this involves Pushing crates In This also looks like a Unity asset flip game <laughs> 3D transport puzzle game With 100 level Push the crate Not levels, level, <laughs> level. Mm. The player pushes crates around Trying to get them to the target locations Push the crate is built with the Unreal Engine 4 Because you fucking need that For a game about pushing crates <laughs>
2: Wow, that does not look like Unreal Engine 4. Holy It does
0: cap. not. You can make you can make some real shit in that. I remember when people were so hyped about a game coming out with the Cry Engine, and I was like, "Oh, turns out you actually also have to have artistic talent to make that engine look good." It can look like absolute dog shit. And Oh, dear. Next.
1: Next is called Breakthrough Artificial Maze. It's a uh, maze puzzle game. It's 3D. It looks nice. Uh but yeah, it's just it's just a puzzle game in a 3D world with mazes. Yep. As you may uh, have realized
0: up, by now, there are a lot of bullshit games that come out on Steam every week. Next. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next
1: up is called Firefight.
0: Um, it's a what's World what's War up? II RTS kind of war game. Pretty basic-looking graphics. It's apparently kind of like the old close combat games. Remember those from a while ago?
3: Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like.
0: Hmm. I might try this out. I actually like the close combat games; they were really cool. It looks very basic, but it might be quite fun. Next,
1: next up is called House of Alice. Huh. Uh, oh, this is uh, like a musical base.
3: Is this what this one is? It says no. that it's
1: it's one where you're just like put into a really nice house. And you can, like, walk around this really nice oh, house. That what I thought this was at all. No. I don't know what
0: the shit did. It's, it's, it's like a VR walking sim early access a VR thing. VR
1: kind of, like, escape into a beautiful yes. home. Game. It's
0: an experience. I mean, that, that's yeah. that's the thing with VR now. You know, there are some experiences that are kind of neat, you know? That might be quite relaxing. It's like, hey, you got a shit house for 20 minutes. Now you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Come to the house of Alice, where we make you feel bad for your shitty possessions. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, The next game is called Super Mutant Alien Assault.
0: I actually played this last night and it was surprisingly cool. Um, It Hmm. describes itself as a super crate box clone. It's not quite that. Like it it doesn't seem to have all the same mechanics, but it's got a beautiful pixel art style. It's colorful as fuck. It reminds me of a Super Nintendo game, like uh, like, uh, Super Contra or something like that. Uh, It has some really fun weapons. It has a bunch of unlockables. Actually, I only played it for about 20 minutes, but I was actually enjoying myself with it. It's got a bunch (laughs) of unlockable modes. It might be worth it if you're looking for a kind of super crate boxy arcade action game. And it's like nine bucks. It's the art. I mean, someone did some really good pixel art for this game. It's so colorful and looks so cool. The explosions look great. When the fucking aliens splat in big blood, it's like, this is Super Nintendo all over again, you know? So... Yeah, don't dismiss that one based on its stupid name. It's actually pretty neat.
1: This next one is called the first spark.
0: It's supposed to be the uh, sequel to something called the last photon. Yeah. As to what it actually is, all the screenshots say text from the new story will be here. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> all of the screenshots <laughs> look oh, like themselves, but <laughs> they really do. Oh dear lord. Uh, I'm so confused. I think it's a puzzle platformer from what I can tell. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Next. All right. Uh, Next up is called Warzone.
0: Really original sounding game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hmm. This. I think it is a kind of Hunger Games Battle Royale style game. From what I can tell. It's like eight okay. players go through four gates, just make sure to get your guns before the others. So it's a multiplayer battle royale, I think, Okay, from what I can tell. Cool. I think. The
1: next one is called Hero. It's a 2D platformer game that mm-hmm. uh, is very simple in its art style. It doesn't look like there's anything super unique about it, who knows. <laughs>
4: Yep. Uh next.
1: the next game is Necropolis, which, yep, we, which talked we talked about. about. Um the new Ghostbusters game came
0: out today. This looks terrible. Like Oh no. It's 50 bucks with Really? Yeah, with DLC on launch day and it just looks like a top-down co-op twin stick for $50. And it's a fucking film tie-in game. Of course it's probably not going to be good. Man. They sent me right. code for that. They uh they are brave men or women in this case. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, next.
1: The next game is Tank Battle North Africa.
0: I assume that's a historical Looks like a top-down tank, tank
1: battle game. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Hex-based combat. Yeah, it's, it's tank strategy. There's quite a few yeah. of those. Next.
1: On July 13th, we have Toys of War.
0: Hmm. It is... I'd love to know what this actually is. I think it's a... Is this a competitive action game? what the fuck does that even mean i think it's just like a top-down arena multiplayer game where you play different military toys i think that's what it is from what i can tell
1: okay uh the next game is called Undernight in birth x late
0: and this fucking series
1: <laughs> it, it it looks like it wants to be guilty gear really it's bad It's an anime
0: fighter is what it is it's
1: not guilty gear yeah
0: I, I've heard good things about this series as a fighting game, but it, it's one of those anime fighters that have kind of very limited appeal. So, And it also has the stupidest name in existence. Yeah,
1: so. I don't... Whatever. Uh, next game is called Pixeloids.
0: Okay. Pixeloids. It's a top-down retro shoot up Looks like if Atari was good. Next.
1: Next up is Beat Ninja. Beat Ninja is a rhythm-based VR game where you cut up music. That yeah.
0: Actually sounds fun. The, didn't they also release some um, Fruit Ninja VR this week? Oh, and did they? Yeah, apparently know. it's getting surprisingly good reviews because, I mean, the Fruit Ninja gameplay with the VR and the dodging and the slashing actually yeah. sounds like it would be fun.
1: That sounds like it would be fun. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: Man, if Fruit Ninja became the killer app for VR, what a world we'd live in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, next up is called Ragdoll Runners.
0: Ragdoll Runners is... Oh, God. Physics-based track and... Basically, it's co-op oh. crossed with track and field. Oh, Lord. Fuck that.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, the next game is called Gravity Cat. It's it's just a very simple pl- puzzle platformer where you're a cat. Okay. Uh, After that is Aquamoto Racing Utopia.
0: It's a jet ski racing game. Great. Uh, I love the idea of jet ski racing games. And also stuff like, you remember Hydro Thunder from ages ago? That arcade uh, speedboat game? That was awesome. I love, and Wave Race, of course. Everyone remembers Wave Race 64. Mm -hmm. I hope this one doesn't suck. it would be nice.
1: Next up is a game that I actually played before called Crush Your Enemies. This game is really fun because it's like a it's like a take your army and kill the other army game, but everything is on one screen. You don't have to move around yes. at all or like keep track of where people are. It's all just on one static screen, and it's very fun.
0: Yeah, it's an arcade-y kind of RTS with an interesting sense of humor, mm-hmm. I found. Um, I'm going to play the hell out of this, I think. This looks really interesting. There also seems to be a bit of a revival lately of uh, arcade RTS. There's a game in development right now from the guys that made uh, Monaco called Tooth & Tail, which is a really awesome looking. The animals are at war and they're wearing like World War One gear. There's like rats in gas masks and shit, and it's a it's a sort of simplified RTS based around that idea. And That's it seems cool. like this might have a similar notion to that, where it's like people like the idea of strategy games, but strategy games are really hard. Let's sort of let's see if we can make them easier to play. Um, there's also a demo yeah. available for this. So yeah, I'm gonna check this out. This looks pretty great. Sick.
1: The next game is called Alteric uh it's a puzzle platformer where you're a square great <laughs> so there's that the next game is called uh daily Cth- conical Cth- what Cth- conical.
0: C- yeah it's cthun what? uh C- C- cthulhu but what i can't even fucking spell this god damn it uh, it's
1: c-h-t-h-o-n-i-c-l according to this Daily Cthunicle?
0: yes uh, Ooh, this Chronicle. looks kind of neat if it's good the game lets you try the role of a supernatural newspaper agency boss and editor the mm-hmm. world takes place is dark and haunted so you've got a do you have to create and create an actual newspaper um you have to send journalists and investigators and occultists out to investigate shit for your newspaper but everything's like hp lovecraft so everyone's getting horribly murdered by space monsters so, that sounds interesting. That okay. might be good.
2: Hopefully that's one of those games that like no one thought of, like Papers, Please, where yeah. it's, it's a great idea and it ends up being a great game. Hope so. Yeah.
1: The next game on July 14th is called The Agency, Chapter 1. It's a uh, kinetic mystery novel and puzzle
0: game. Anime bullshit, basically.
1: Yeah, definitely anime bullshit.
0: We do not game- name the next game. The next
1: game is called Rochambeau.
0: Great, there we go. That's fine.
1: Rochambeau.
0: I mean, is that literally just rock, paper, scissors? Probably. It is a oh, it is a free arena fighting game based on rock, paper, scissors. Ah. Huh. Okay. I don't know if this is any good. I like the art style. I think it's like a nicely. It looks pretty neat. I mean, it looks like a flash. What kind of one of those um congregate games? With that, that kind of art style. But I think it is literally a fighting game crossed with rock, paper, scissors. Alright. Sure.
1: Uh Nexus House of Snarks six and one. We already bundle. did this,
0: didn't we? Yeah. They pushed that back.
1: Yeah. It's a hidden object bundle. Yeah. Uh Clocky is the next one. Minimal puzzle game. O C K I. Yep. What was it?
0: It's called It's literally its description is minimal puzzle game. That's it. Great.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, right after that is Ducky Dash.
0: Ducky Dash. Ducky Dash. Ducky Dash. Not Ducky Dush. Dush isn't a word. Ducky Dash is a casual racing game. Oh, Jesus Christ, you play a fucking rubber duck. (laughs) Thank fuck for that. Next.
1: Next is called Rabbit Island. Uh, I don't understand... Well, it looks—it's a strategy game. It looks like, or is it a, or is it a tower defense? What? I actually have no idea what this is. <laughs> uh,
0: it's a tower defense. Okay. Yeah, it's a tower defense is- with blocky kind of crossy roadish animals in it. it blocks It look
3: like you're playing mahjong over there. Like, it
0: is- actually, yeah, it looks like that too. You're right. Weird. Mm. All
1: right. All right. Well, the next one is called Cosmic Cavern three six seven one. Well, the question you know, is, what G-R, happened to so
0: three is- six seven zero? Oh, this, uh, this originally came out in 1980. It was a Japanese oh, tactical di- digging game. It that that existed not prior R to Dig Dug. I've never heard of it, but apparently <laughs> this in, this influenced uh, a lot of different games. And apparently the guy that made it was the guy that did the art for stuff like Pac-Man and Galaxian. What? So, like, he's old huh. school. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Next game is Soviet Monsters Ekranoplans. It looks. It's a. It's a sh- ship game. A plane ship game. Plane game. Manage
0: resources and staff to keep your craft operational. Interesting. What else is it though?
1: I don't know. It has exciting well.
0: and realistic missions and faithful handling. Except I don't know. I think faithful the. I think this handling. is a seaplane game.
1: Yeah, that's what. That's why I was yeah. like ships, planes, plane ships, plane ship planes. <laughs>
0: It's clear about Science. realistic handling, but I'm pretty sure none of these things exist. I'm looking at this yeah. as like, that is not a thing that existed ever. That I think designed are like, janky. like, Kerbal
3: yeah. Space program your way into making yes. a ship, and then fly it around on missions, I guess is the
0: I I think thing. that is what float it, it is, around, yeah. Float it yeah. around on missions. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> float it.
1: Uh, the next game is called Dead Age.
0: I bet it's a zombie game. Yep. Uh, survive the zombie outbreak with Final Fantasy-like turn-based combat and permadeath manage survivors, craft materials, make difficult decisions. And apparently it's got FTL-like non-linear elements to it. It actually doesn't look awful. I can't imagine why I'd ever want to play a zombie game that had a Final Fantasy-like combat system, but okay. Sure, (laughs) why not?
1: Next up is called Crime Secrets Crimson Lily, which is a hidden object game.
0: Oh, you didn't let me use my powers. I was going to call that. Next.
1: Next up is Push Me, Pull You.
0: Oh, I've heard about what?
1: this. I've heard about this too. I don't remember what it is though.
0: It's a weird ass multiplayer game where you're what? all joined at the waist. It's a kind of a mixture of snake and wrestling. It's like, it's a weird multiplayer game. It reminds me of uh, Mount Your Friends a little bit. Right. Uh, apparently it, it, it's it's in the veins of sports friends. It is apparently very, very enjoyable in a local setting as far online. as i can tell it has no online multiplayer so it looks right. weird as fuck the
2: characters <laughs> remind me of cat dog
0: yes yeah i got that vibe too that's so uh, silly yeah it'll probably be fun though
1: the next one is called quell zen it's a just a chill logic puzzle game sure um the one after that is shadows of kurgansk
0: well that's russian hmm it's an early access zombie survival game, oh, I think.
1: Fucking damn
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yep. And it's in earth. <laughs> Stop making these. Please. <sighs> None of them are good. Next.
1: Next one, this looks awesome to me. It's called Blasters of the Universe. It's a VR shooting stuff game.
0: This looks like it would give me, like, seizures. Oh it's so colorful. Yeah. But it looks like you have a shield on one hand. Yeah. If you can actually, like, hold your shield up and block incoming bullets and shit, that sounds like I'd play the fuck out of that.
1: That's what it looks like, right?
0: Yeah. It's a schmop, but you're in VR. You have to dodge, and you got a shield to block shit. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to get this. This might be a reason for me to actually play some VR, because uh, <laughs> this actually looks good. You're right. It looks really right. good.
3: Too
1: much going on in that.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Uh, next up is called Search and Kill.
0: I bet that's a very relaxing game. Oh wow, it's so edgy that it's not only Search and Kill, but it is Search and Kill with a skull and crossbones in the title. Oh. You know you're hardcore when you get emojis in your Steam title. This looks fucking awful. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a video game. Yes, Mm -hmm. For all fans of the multiplayer FPS, not just some of them, all (laughs) of them, search for enemies and kill them. Will you make it? Maybe. Looks like shit. It kind (laughs) of doesn't look brilliant. Next.
1: Next up is called Raw Data. It's another VR game. Mm -hmm. Um, It looks like it's a sci-fi VR game where you might be a robot.
0: A robot or a a robot? A robot i just robot. making up words again to sound cute. Oh,
1: you might be a robot, I'm not <laughs> sure. Because
0: fuck, fuck you for that, it doesn't robot. work. Go solo
1: or team up with a friend in a futuristic robot. techno-thriller. Techno-thriller? I've never heard that term before.
0: Oh, then- yeah, techno-thriller? Yeah. That's a great term. I love techno-thrillers.
1: Um, cool, well, that looks cool. Uh, on July 15th, we have Domain Defense.
0: It's a uh, tower oh, defense, defense. defense game. It has four-player versus and co-op, though. You know, I like uh, competitive tower defense. I think that was actually quite fun. I remember playing like uh you remember playing Wintermore Wars in Warcraft 3?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was the shit right there.
1: The next game is called Might, but is very hard to find because guess what? There are lots of might and magic games.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh we're... oh, I found it. I found it. It is a team arena brawler with fast okay. and fun combat. Choose from many different classes. It looks like it is Yeah. It seems from what I can tell it's like a uh, Bloodline Champions. So it's a kind of arena game, but with Dota style abilities. Okay. Next.
1: Next is called Exeal. It is the follow up to Trizeal. And I think it's a bullet hell. It looks like a bullet hell to me.
0: Oh dear. Okay.
1: The next game is called Muvlove. Muv Muv M U V dash L U V.
0: There's Muvlove and Muvlove VR. Muvlove looks like anime bullshit. Uh, yep, it's anime bullshit. It's oh, uh, anime booby visual novel is what it is.
3: Oh, Muvlove. Okay. Muv
0: There's also a VR version of Muvlove, apparently. Oh, okay.
3: okay. Oh, no, that's
4: oh, so wait, wait,
0: that's which is polar? not even close to the same game. Wow, that one's a shooter. What the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> That's so weird. That is yeah. weird. It almost it's
0: looks unauthorized, even- like they've nicked some shit. Huh. All right.
1: Next up is another bullet hell. It's called Witchbot Lillo.
2: Okay.
1: Um, and, yeah, it's it's another...
0: I don't think like we have many bullet hell.
1: game-looking... Bullet
0: hell game. Yeah. We don't have uh, any bullet hell experts on the show, I think, at this point.
1: No. The next one is Adventure Lamp.
0: A bouncy puzzle platformer about hat physics. Lose your hat over and over as you solve puzzles, smash slime, and hop your way out of a dangerous cave. Next. <laughs> it's honest. I'll give it, lose your hat over and over. I mean, <laughs> sure. Is that a selling point? I'm not convinced, but okay. That's my hat. Anything but the hat. Next.
1: Next is called Bird of Light, an action-strategy platformer with a twist.
0: What's the twist?
1: Plays he bridge say, does tiles it. to create paths through levels in the sky? How's that a twist? <laughs> That's not a twist? <laughs> I don't know. Ooh.
0: The it's fuck is the this?
1: Sky. I don't fucking know. You're a little farm girl. You're doing shit. I don't is know. You're not a
0: bird? What the hell's the point of that then? At least there's no zombies. I think we found the twist. The twist is that you're not a bird. Maybe you're looking for the bird. Your quest is to
2: find
1: the bird of light. Maybe the bird is you. Inside?
0: We can all be birds if we want to be.
1: It's true. You can dance if you want to. Next game is called Ghost Sweeper.
0: It is a platformer. Great. I think. Next.
1: Next is Rimworld. It is a colony simulator. Ooh, hold
3: on. So
0: RimWorld has been... It's been in early access on their site for a while. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, I saw quite a few, like... There's a few Twitch streamers that play this, and it gets very popular, because it's... You know, there's a... Uh, there's this holy grail when it comes to video games, which is make Dwarf Fortress, only not as impenetrable as Dwarf Fortress. Right. RimWorld, from what I've heard, has been the game that's got closest to that. Okay. Like, you can you sort of build up a base on a world. It's all sort of top down. All sorts of weird shit happens. It, it has, you have to manage the colonists moods and everything like that. You have to gather resources, trade with plastic ships. Like it's a, it's a everything simulator. It's a sort of literal survival simulator. Mm. Um, i've heard a lot of good things about RimWorld. actually it's interesting that's finally coming to steam it's coming in early access that game is nowhere near done but i've heard a lot of good things
2: yeah i've played a little bit yeah. of it before it's it's pretty fun it? yeah yeah you, you you start with three people that you drop in from a ship and you have to you have to build everything from there and the only way to get more people is to take uh raider's prisoner and have someone trained in speech to convince them to join you and then oh huh that sort of thing so yeah it's very it's very it's kind of hard it's very tough you can make you can die really easy and then you have to start over but yeah it's it, it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it cool the graphics are very prison architect style
0: yeah i got my yeah. vibe totally mm-hmm.
1: next next uh looks like a game i would love called don't drop the bass and it's a tea, it's a game where everybody's it's like hot potato and you're trying not to be one. with the, the one fish who drops with a giant fish you've got to make sure you
0: don't <laughs> yeah. drop the fish that's the game.
1: Go drop the bass, everybody. The Local next game is called Turner. Turner? hmm.
0: 2D puzzle platformer. The gimmick is you turn the world around. I feel that's been done before. Next.
1: Next is called Adventure Apes and the Mayan Mystery.
0: It is. Oh, God, I want to kill them for this. Their description is Go, ape bit! Stop. <laughs> no! no uh it's apparently a metroidvania game with monkeys next
1: next is called doodler it's another just kind of platformy game looks like it might have some some interesting mechanics to it but overall it just it looks like a very simple platformy game
0: Uh, and
1: then on the 18th we have a game called jacob
0: going to this jacob is a game about life and yet it's, it's, literally an, it it's literally what it
3: says. That's literally what
1: it says, yeah. It's
0: an evidence-based puzzle. It, I think it it seems to be sponsored by some educational institutions. Um, oh. It's a puzzle game with a scientific twist. It's an oh, evidence-based puzzle Oh,
3: ladders. Get it.
0: Jacob's Ladder, yeah. <laughs> I get it. That's it's pretty much it until next week, together.
1: right? That's it, yeah. Yep.
0: Cool, we're finally through it. Is There's about three or four interesting looking games in there, and the rest looks like crap. that's steam ladies and gentlemen that's just how it is Mm. all right we finally reached the end of the show thank you very much for watching big thanks to our sponsor today crunchyroll.com slash total go there for a free 30-day trial of unlimited anime Uh, no i'd like to thank our special guest today dan's gaming thank you very much for coming on the show today where can people go to find your stuff and what are you planning on uh, doing this week what what games are you going to be streaming what's going to be going on
2: I am primarily um, only on Twitch. Uh, it's slash Dan's Gaming on Twitch. Uh, my Twitter, YouTube, everything's Dan's Gaming. Um, so it's easy to find me. Um, I- I'll be continuing Morrowind this week um, and then trying out a game uh, probably tomorrow called
0: Polybridge that came out today. Oh, it's- I've heard of that, yeah.
2: Yeah, that game is really fun if you like uh, physics-based puzzles, Yeah. which I'll be playing that tomorrow.
0: Awesome. Cool. So that's twitch.tv slash Dan's Gaming. And do make sure to abuse that global amount, which is Dan's Game... With capitalized yeah. D and G, don't <laughs> fuck it up because that's a very, very embarrassing for you. So, yes, do do go and check that out. Dodger, what's coming out on your channel this week? What's going on? Uh,
1: I don't know stuff.
0: Great planning, <laughs> excellent.
1: Um, I yeah, stuff's like sort of up in the air right now. We're trying to finish up that dumb Sherlock Holmes game. Um I'm going to be recording with this guy. This wait, where is he?
0: he he's he's diagonal.
1: This guy. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Tomorrow for his channel. We
0: gotta. The internet's like,
3: bro. What's the next episode? I'm like, I got, no is I got. the next? I got.
1: no more. I got on you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's that. More hustle cat coming eventually, and you know, just just general fun stuff. If you'd like to watch my streams, they're at twitchtv bonus and I've been streaming five days a week now. So yeah, come hang.
3: Jesse yo uh shout outs to everyone going to evo this weekend i wish you the best of luck and i hope you have the most fun it's first year i haven't been in forever but i have to work gotta yeah, do stuff so uh yeah streaming twitch.tv slash uh more stuff on the channel the youtube channel so youtube.com jesse cox and if you want to follow me on twitter and see me yell at you for being dumdums when i mention political things by all means, at Jesse Cox.
1: Also, yeah. hashtag Team Valor. Join Team Red. Also-
2: yeah. Oh, this
0: crap team again.
2: Myth.
1: Hashtag Team Myth. Hashtag-
3: team Valor.
2: Team Valor.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Maybe, hashtag maybe Team of the Game. On one podcast to make it this equivalent.
2: <laughs> it sounds yes. like
1: a that sounds like a Team Mystic thing to say.
2: Red or dead.
1: Red or dead. <laughs> Red
3: already dead inside.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
1: accurate. Yes. <laughs>
0: Uh, stuff's coming out this week Uh, my Necropolis video just came out Uh, spoilers I had definitely some issues with that game Uh, if you're going to play it I recommend you play it in co-op because in single player it's a bit bit BS outside of that I do have I got code for Uh, the Ghostbusters game (laughs) do I want to play that i really don't should i maybe uh i do also i need to do inside inside is is a game that i have not got to yet there's also a game called lost sea that we talked about i think a day or uh, a show or two ago that seemed really really good i'm gonna have a look at that and there was a couple of games that did pop up in this uh uh, no no not that no terraria (laughs) in this little release list that seemed kind of interesting so i might be checking those out I occasionally stream every now and again, I usually announce it on Twitter and I also announce it on the Twitch feed, so if you follow the stream you'll be made aware of that. And that's pretty much it, I think. Thank you very much for watching the show. Very much appreciate that. And big thanks again to our sponsor this week, quenchroll.com biscuit. Big thanks to our guest, Dan's Gaming. Go make sure you follow him on all the social media, all of the Twitch. Our guest next week is going to be a little bit of a change of pace. We are inviting Mike Futter, who is one of the senior writers at Game Informer, to the show. He's been one oh, of the only journalists yeah. whose shit I actually still read because it's not awful. So that will be very interesting. He's been a long-time listener of the podcast. We're not going to bring him awful, on the confirmed. show. Yep. Unlike I confirm him. It's not awful.
3: Works with. <laughs> Indeed.
0: We're, we're going to rip hey, him friend? about GameStop for hours on end. It's going to be very interesting. Thank you very much for watching, folks. and We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. My music's still broken, isn't it? So no, We'll make the music.
3: Now Stop. we're leaving. co option. It's the end of the show. It's
4: Thanks watching
0: for watching. Hang That's
3: out amazing. next time.
0: They on the God.
3: show. Yeah.
0: I think I preferred the silence.